I get the keys, we'll just come in and we'll come and use it. Tony. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Lois could never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play the little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! Wanna see what Spider-Man number one looks like? Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Oh, this is the Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and you're live with the show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum. Uh, hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, wherever the, whatever the case may be, wherever you are in the world. Uh, if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll hope we take it up a notch. You have the usual, usual suspects in the building. Uh, on Skype, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. Drinking out of this straw tastes like freedom. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Also, <laughs> backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum's in the build. I didn't realize how many people were, like, emotionally attached to their straw. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a thing. It's kind of stupid. Like, I mean, I stopped using straws, like, three years ago, but yeah. so I didn't even know that it, this shit went down like that. Yeah, but and then you know, a friend of mine just started sending me memes about like contraband, but with straws, and I was like, I, I don't get this. Sh- why are you sending me this? She's like, you don't know about the band? I'm like, I've banned it three years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's nothing new to me. But yeah, I guess these people really, they really like, like how stupid, how idiotic the manufacturing industry is, where. The uh, anything that's disposable is made of anything that doesn't degrade, but anything you want permanent is stuff that degrades. <laughs> oh, the only thing that people, at least in my experience here in LA, dislike more than not being able to use their plastic straws is having to use paper straws. <laughs> <laughs> like, why use a straw? Period. Like, what are you a fucking baby? Like. You need a sippy cup? I, I laughed when I saw that the paper straws are wrapped in plastic. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. It, it's fucking retarded. And the pa- and the plastic straws were wrapped in paper. Yeah. Like, it's it's fucking retarded. I'm sorry. I, think I don't mean to use the word retarded like that, but I have no other word for that. I think it uh, stems from a lot of people. Uh, their fear of how clean their glasses are. I mean, and so then, and don't, just eat at your fucking house. I think that's well. Listen, <laughs> like, or, or bring your own fucking cup. Like that's uh, even better. That's a valid, a valid uh, 
concern, I think, that, you know, like, I can understand because, you know, some people don't, not everyone takes the kind of care necessary to make sure a glass is clean. At yeah. the same time, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're not going to get any kind of detrimental disease from a glass at any reputable restaurant. So, And even if you do, like, the food's going to be good anyway. Oh, but still, you don't want to catch something. <laughs> but I doubt you will. So. The worst thing you catch is maybe, like, the runs. I don't even think that. Yeah. But anyway. Because either way, like, I mean, I worked in restaurants, you know? <laughs> Everything gets boiled, like, at a fucking high-ass right. temperature. Like, you open that thing, it burns your fucking face, like, when you pull a... You know when you pull the foil thing out of a meal in the microwave? Right. And they say don't, you know, when you open it, don't keep your skin close to it. It burns you, like on just the air around it touching you. Right. That's how that shit is. Mm-hmm. So imagine, you know, an undocumented dishwasher like me lifting that shit up and poof, that shit goes right in your face four hours a day. That's part of the reason why the shit's not that clean, because that shit's hard as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that doesn't has nothing to do with comics. It does not. Welcome to Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, we do have a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk to you about uh, uh, do kind of a uh, a review of uh, the first five issues of X Men Red. They got a little storyline going on in there that is called. Um, the hate machine. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news. And we're going to talk about whatever else you all want to talk about. Uh, and we'll tell you how it is you can do that in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. It's LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. Indeed. Um, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we got a few different ways to do it. First and foremost, uh, we have our Skype line, Fantastic Forum on Skype. You can download it, add Fantastic Forum to your contacts, hit the green button and you will be the fourth member of fantastic forum also if you want to go ahead and jump into the uh, allgames.com discord you can do that uh, there is a link to it right on the front page of allgames.com so you can go ahead and check that out we'll take your comments directly out of the chat and bring them into the show such as hecht who says uh X-Men Red? MAGA? I think that's supposed to be MAGA. And then, yeah, Oz says X-Men MAGA. You know, uh, the Discord chat has become just a toxic community, just like the All Games chat. (laughs) Why do you say that? I was being cyberbullied for the last half hour by Tiger Claw. For what? For the Venom trailer. Oh, I did see that Tiger Claw mentioned that. He says, uh, what's up, Fantastic Forum? 
you seen that new Venom trailer? Seems like someone from the crew has some very strong opinions about it. Oh, is that is that you, Moses? Yeah, he was doing that shit earlier too. As soon as I my little thing went that I was signed on, he's like, "Oh, Fantastic Forum is tonight. I wonder if they've seen the the the, the Venom trailer." Of course, Moses will have a problem with it, with just the minute detail. And then it was, that's where it went. It kept going. Burr, mm-hmm. Burr was mm-hmm. calling Hecht a Moses for not liking the, the fact that there's no spider on Venom. It's so interesting. Like, Well, especially because the teaser trailer had the spider as the title card. Yeah, but then they changed it to his face. But why have the spider at all? Like, if there's no spider. Well, they, when they did the teaser, they probably thought there was going to be a spider. Yeah. I, look, the director's a piece of shit, too, because <laughs> he fucking... That's how you really feel, Moses. <laughs> he's like, oh, the the, the, the clickbait tag headlines, like, oh, the director explains why there's no need for a spider. And it has that in quotes. And the quotes aren't even that. Like, he never says there's no need for it. He says, we can't do the spider, so we're just going to have white veins on his chest. Yeah. Like, that's literally all it says. And it's like, yeah. I don't know how that relates to the director being a piece of shit, but. (laughs) Like, you know, the trailer, I will say this. The new trailer is a lot more interesting than the first not if you've ever watched Parasite. Say what? If you ever watched Parasite. What, is that a movie? It's an anime. Oh. Like, you don't follow us on Instagram, so you don't know. But I do follow us on Instagram. <laughs> then you would have known what Parasite is. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I, when did you post stuff? Like today? Monday, I think, or yesterday. He's got he's got us on snooze. No. Yeah. I, I like, I, I mean... I can't. I don't get to see all of our posts. Like I literally did a side by side from the shot of the trailer and the shot in Parasite. Okay, I'm gonna. And look. it's like that trailer. Like if you put, if you just look at a random Parasite sizzle reel, uh huh, you'll see the Venom trailer. Really? But done in anime. Like this latest one, or yeah, this latest one. Like this. La- he has. He has fucking like, Larry. I, look, I know you read that Ultimate shit, but. Venom doesn't make blades. I think that was Riot. A carnage thing. I think that, that was, was Venom. No, I think that was Riot. In the trailer, that was Venom. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Carnage did it in the trailer. I'm saying yeah, no. Blade making is more of a Carnage thing. It's a Carnage thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But in that in that trailer, that was Venom. Oh yeah, no, it was definitely Venom making blades. And it, I mean, it's not to say. I mean, Venom. Like even every article I read about the the Hall H trailer mentioned it was Venom. So it's not even like me, like, oh, it's Venom, and I'm talking shit. Like these people said it too. You know what I mean? That were there watching it in the big screen. Yeah, I but mean, people in Hall H have been homeless for days at that point. Hey, I'm going by the information I got. I got what they said, and I got what I saw. Yeah, but. I agree. Like, generally speaking, Venom does not make blades. Uh, I mean, he's been he's been doing it um, more lately, but 
Well, sure, for the movie. But, yeah, I mean, that very well could be the case. Or, I mean, you know, I mean, people change. Some people grow grew up with Carnage, and they're like, you know, I mean, the people have had Venom doing all types of weird, different stuff lately. So, you yeah, know. Don't get me started on that shit. Yeah. Because I was going to review Venom verse 3. I didn't read it, so I figured I'd just lump it into this talk of this shit movie. Um. You've already passed judgment on the movie. It's it's already shit. Oh, it's a shit movie. I knew that from the very beginning. They got that shit actor, uh, Tom Hardy. Uh huh. Yeah, so they got him, and then they didn't they didn't know how to how to pronounce symbiote. Right. You know what I mean? Look, they're in Discord. Oscar put it in chat. Our Instagram picture. Where it's a side by side. I did. I saw. No, I I I looked it up. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. You know, even like Venom doing that, like that's fucking retarded too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's off brand. Is that like, is that Tom Hardy's regular voice, or is he trying to make it like make it seem like he has a, a speech impediment or something? No, he's trying to sound like um, whatchamacallit, Peter uh, Parker, the dude from Empire. Uh, I don't watch him. Terrence Howard, yeah, because Terrence Howard has that voice where he's like, he'll play a bad guy, but he's just got this like smooth voice. It's almost like a sociopath thing where it's like you can empathize with him just by hearing him talk, and and it's it's a good quality to Terrence Howard. I think it it helps him in every movie, uh, especially when he's playing somebody that's not a hundred percent good guy. You know what I mean? And he's going for that for this because Venom is like an anti-hero, so it's like oh. uh, I'm gonna do bad things. But yeah, it's, well, it's... he doesn't need to do fucking voices every time he does a character. Just... Well, he does because his voice sounds like a grandmother from North England. That's true. Yeah, like if you watch, you watch a was it that movie Rock and Roller? Uh, the Guy Ritchie movie? Can you pull up audio of Tom Hardy's natural speaking voice, please? Be Just nice. put like an old interview when he was like young in his twenties. <laughs> he looks like a sounds like a New England grandmother. That's what you said, right? No, North England. His accent's like North oh, North. So North England. Oh, not New England. So not no, a, old not... old ass North England. So like, like, not even like London. Like like okay. so, from a little bit from. Where's like Leeds shit or something. I don't know if Leeds is north, but how old of an interview do you want? I mean, it, it's just the older interviews is where he didn't put on an affect to sell a movie because he was unknown. You know what I mean? Okay, well, so, here's Tom Hardy from 2009. That should be old enough. I just gotta let the stupid ad play out, play out. Real quick in in, he, in chat, Hex says, "How dare you speak of Bane with such disdain?" That's part of the reason why I hate the motherfucker. Okay, I'm gonna bring it up right now. I also felt quite comfortable within the subject matter as well, so that I thought it would be a really um, achievable yet challenging part and role to play. Prison was finally a place where I could sharpen. Moses is correct. <laughs> Funny. I didn't know Tom Hardy sounded like that. Yeah, that's how I look. I know I've never even heard him in an interview, but I know that's how he sounds. That's why you could. It's the same reason. Um, what you call it? You never really know what. Uh, what's the other guy? The guy that played um, Winston Churchill recently. Um, fuck. Oh, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, that guy. 
you never really know his real voice until he won an Academy Award because it's for the same reason. Like, his natural voice doesn't fit any of the characters, so he has to almost become an impressionist to be a good actor. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Wait, no, we're talking about uh, whatchamacallit, not what's Oldman? Gary Oldman? Yeah, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's amazing. Yeah, but that's because you never hear his real voice. Yeah, but Gary Oldman can pull it off. Tom Hardy sounds like a... Look, I, it look, just sounds it, weird, like, oh... Yeah, just... but the thing is, it, it's, his natural voice doesn't fit any of the characters he plays, is, is the point I'm making. Like, the, yeah. the his choices that he makes is just the wrong choices. Well, I mean, it, you know... What voice did he make in that movie where he was the twins? I don't know if it was a movie or a, or a TV show, oh, but he was twins. Is that, is that the, the movie where they were, they were like two like gangster violent twins? Yeah. Yeah. I, I never saw that. I, I didn't watch it, but I remember I in the trailer when he spoke, it sounded more natural, and he was doing an American accent. And it, didn't, it didn't sound stupid. I think I was pissed off because it was right after uh, right after Bane, so that's why I never watched it. They probably did some After Effects shit on his voice. Look, they did that's... that for Bane, and it didn't help. They did. Yeah, a... but that's because it was a bad voice to begin with. <laughs> so the fucker sounds like the Monopoly Mansion sound. So it's interesting because, like, like I was saying before. This trailer is a better trailer for a Venom movie. That doesn't make it good, but it's better. And, you know, I understand that some people are like, oh, you know, nitpick, nitpick. You know, the things that you guys uh, are, are concerned with are nitpicky stuff. But they're really not. Because, uh, you know, like, Spider-Man is literally the reason for the creation of Venom. Right. So you could say, oh, well, him not having a spider on his chest or Spider-Man not being in the movie, is, you know, you don't need Spider-Man. I mean, you can say that, but then you have a drastically different story and origin to Venom. And it's not even like when I say like, drastically different, I don't mean like, oh, you know. Without Spider-Man, he wouldn't even be called Venom. Right. I mean, that's really the long and the short of it. It's kind of like. You know, it, it's not like, say, oh, you know, Captain America got put on ice because he went down in a plane as opposed to, like, being blown off of a rocket. It's like, no, it's not, it's not that. It's, like, literally, like, Venom exists because of two entities' mutual disdain for Spider-Man that, or Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. And it's like, okay, if you're like, well, we're not going to do that story, then it's like, well, then maybe you're not doing Venom. And I, I think I'm quitting the Discord community. Why are you, why are you quitting Discord? Because Tire Claw just said, I'm happy that we live in a world where we are getting a Venom movie. I mean, but are you, though? You're not. That's the question you got to You're ask. getting a ripoff of Parasite and um, Prototype. Because here's the thing, too, like what the big thing for me in this trailer that I was like, oh, like, this is the part of the movie I'm going to dislike the most, I think, is you have Eddie Brock and at, at least at a particular point in the movie, he's an unwilling host to Venom. Yeah. And that's kind of sucky. Like, I mean, it's stupid. 
I get that, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that you know, Eddie Brock didn't make the choice to become Venom initially. But after he becomes Venom and like bonds with the symbiote, uh, I'm sorry, symbiote, <laughs> he he <laughs> learns what it is that the, the, the symbiote wants and understands that this is like a mutually beneficial thing. And obviously that's going to happen in this movie too, but you know, the whole thing, like, you know, where he's like in this trailer, like, uh, you know, being driven like around, like the, you know, the unwilling host of the symbiote is like, <clears throat> I don't, I don't like that. And I, I don't think, like that. He's like, I think it's going to be almost like trying to make him out to be not, not as much an anti-hero as a kind of the good guy. I think the, the movie's trying to be. Eddie Brock redeems the the symbiote right. because the, the, the you have the Venom voice saying we can do whatever the fuck we want, and then you right. have Eddie Brock going, "Well, we're only going to hurt the bad people." Right. Which, and you know, I mean, like, it, if you make a Venom movie, especially if it's kind of like supposed to be in the vein. Or inspired by Lethal Protector, you definitely have to have a tempered Venom that's like only trying to hurt specific people. Like he already went through the phase of being like psychotic killer. Yeah, like just a little unhinged. And yeah, that, now he's still psychotic killer, but with a code. Like he's Dexter with goop. <laughs> I I agree with Moses. This movie makes a lot more sense as a prototype movie. Yeah, yeah, it does. Well, like, <clears throat> but if you've watched Parasite, like it literally, like if they literally ripped off Parasite to a T, it would have been a fucking dope ass movie. Because then you would have had like, you could have had like the Magnificent Seven with like all star cast, with that, and then the symbiote just jumps from character to character. Mm. Yeah, and then you know, and then you don't have to call it Venom, or you could call it, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Toxin or something. Toxin. Look, that, he's not in it. I know. Like, that's out of all the fucking. You can't use fucking toxin. Like, uh, it's fucking ridiculous. It, it, uh, this movie is Marvel's. Um, and I only say Marvel because it's a Marvel property. Mm-hmm. But, and even though it's Sony making it, but it, it's Marvel's Catwoman. Wow. Holly Berry. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look that bad to me. Look, that's because you haven't seen it yet. That might be true, but at the same time, is comic book doing a screening? No, that's that should tell you something. Well, I mean, listen, I I I understand, like, you know, the the good people over at the comic book, you know, they they like Mike has told me adamantly that he's like, you know, I don't like to go see bad movies with a whole bunch of my friends. He's like, yeah, he's like, so that and that was like he he got called a Marvel fanboy yeah he tried to do the suicide squad thing to kind of circumvent that because of <laughs> demanding it and then <laughs> and then yeah like not only did people mess around and start you know kind of bailing out early after they started hearing critic reviews but then when the people that went to go see it everybody was kind of like eh, you know like some people liked it most people were well it was it was split 
See, yeah. I would think that going, especially, well, maybe not the whole, like, how they did Infinity War, mm-hmm. but, like, if it was, like, us, four, maybe Vaughn, uh, you know, some of the people that were there for Infinity War that we like, that we know, mm-hmm. and then, like, Mike and even Jeffrey, seeing a bad movie with that group like that, a smaller group, mm-hmm then the whole theater would be kind of cool. But getting a bunch of... Because essentially strangers to go to a screening to a bad movie might be cool too, but, you know, again, like you said, they bail out and everything. Yeah, yeah. If they would stick to it, it wouldn't matter, you know? Right. You could all just laugh at it after. Yeah. I think, I mean, you know, it's a certain amount of effort to make those screenings happen. And In (laughs) chat, Big Man says, actually, the ads for Catwoman look decent compared to Venom's. Oh, see, I, I, I can't agree with that. Like, I, I remember looking at the ad for Catwoman and being like, man, I can't believe they're doing this. Like, this is the worst. This this was a bad comic book movie in a time where comic book movies weren't that great. And it was just like, no, this is going to be really bad. And sure enough, it was. Venom looks like it at least has some redeemable qualities to me. Didn't Not- Halle Berry get a Razzie that year for that movie? Wait, and yep. the same year she also got an Oscar? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And nobody remembers she did a hit and run. <laughs> I think people remember, but you're right. They kind of ignored it. No, every time somebody mentions the Academy Award, I I bring up the hit and run because oh. it happened at the same time. I'm sure Halle Berry appreciates that. Yeah, that's a big and year. What's she going to do? Not fuck me? That's what she's going to do. She's, she's holding out on you. <laughs> She's like, could have had all this, Mo. Could have had all this. <laughs> That'd be some shit, though. Like, <laughs> if, if I vibe with her one day and she's like, you know, it'd be cool, but you said those things about the hit and run. Right. Yeah. Let me tell you, man. That, Halle that's, Berry, that's when you offer a hit and quit. <laughs> Halle uh, is so stunning in real life. Like, she's like, one of those people where you're like, okay, I can understand why people forget how to speak English when they're like around somebody. Like she's that, she's that fly. It's ridiculous. It, um, it's amazing. It, it, you know, I, you know I watched I watched that fucking that live action Flintstones movie. Yeah, and she was in it. Yeah, and uh, look, that was a coming of age for me. You're hilarious. <laughs> and it's like you know. Up until that point, I used to just, you know, beat it to to Wilma and Betty. Now I got that secretary, too. It was a good movie. You're dumb. <laughs> we're, we're done with you and your Flintstones review, okay? Just, just listen. Back to Venom. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, realistically, trying to make a Venom movie sans Spider-Man is really the big problem it's like venom's supposed to be introduced in the spider-man movie and then you make a venom movie and then that's that's pretty much long and the short of it i mean but even if they can't pronounce symbiote right <laughs> like that should tell you that speaks volumes dude like i even saw like you know that sh- piece of shit director um that's his new title by the way who's the director again i don't give a shit i don't know his name it's probably it's probably somebody that that did some other thing that got some some uh, minute praise. He did that some. Took, 
You're absolutely you're absolutely right. He did Zombieland. Oh, uh, yeah. And he hasn't done anything since. They just... uh, no, nothing worth mentioning. I'm looking at his credits, no. He was the dude that was supposed to do the Deadpool movie. What? Oh, before what? No, before what? Tim Miller. Oh, real? Yeah, because what it was is they were supposed to do it that team, and then, then Fox scrapped it, and then Tim Miller did that thing with Ryan Reynolds, that 3D like. Yeah, leak the foot. Yeah, and then that got traction along with the game that came out that people liked a lot, and then people are already hyped from the possibility of erasing the shit from Origins with Deadpool. So, like, it just snow. It was the perfect storm for Tim Miller, but um, but yeah, I mean, I I like Zombieland. Um, you know. Ryan Johnson. That's what Heck says his name is. I don't know, man. No, <laughs> Ruben Fleischer. Uh, Ruben Fleischer. Ryan Johnson, yeah, I, I mean, think, is a writer. The Last Jedi, right? I don't know, man. Yeah, but all I know is like that same director was on a, a video interview with one of these shit sites, and he pronounced symbiote right. Yeah, I think they actually uh, like cleared that up at Comic Con, like saying like this it is, you know, symbiote. The the scientist doctor dude that is uh, in charge of, of Venom in the movie actually says symbiote right. It's just that one chick, and they <sighs> and they took that out of the trailer too because they realized well that she sounds stupid. It's interesting because I thought they were like, I, I heard somebody say, oh, I think it's just like her accent. And I was listening to She the, doesn't have an accent. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. I was like, I don't think she has an accent. Like yeah, this. I told you that the, the you know, that the, when we broadcasted around that time, too. And actually, I'm a fan of that, that lady, too. I, I keep forgetting her name. She has an awesome name. And she's hilarious. She's a good actress. I've watched her in, in several things. Um... Comedy wise, you know, she's been in uh, Drunk History and she was in a movie with the dude from Silicon Valley that was really good that I can't remember the name of right now. And she was on the Kroll show on Comedy Central. Oh, okay. So I, I'm actually a fan of hers, even though I can't remember her name. But I was like, man, why'd she have to do this movie? You know, like now she's tainted. Is that what she is? She's yeah. She's tainted. Dun, dun, dun. She's damaged goods. That's funny. Yeah, well. But uh, all this to say that the Venom movie sucks, but you can't even be... I can't even be that hard on the movie because the comics are fucking stupid. You know, like this Venomverse shit. I heard... Yeah, I heard that there's a uh, a god of the symbiotes now. Yeah, this dude named Canole. Canole. This name yeah. is Canole. His name is probably Null, right? No, but if they make it into the Venom 2 movie, they're going to call it Canole. You're hilarious. <laughs> his, oh, wa- no. his wife's going to be Void. Yeah. 
And uh, he has a spider on his chest. Which he probably doesn't. Have. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And even like when we were pre-producing the show, I, I brought this up. And Oz says, oh, it's just a Lugia. And I'm like, I got taken aback. Like, Oz, like, you really, you bringing up Pokemon when we're talking serious stuff here? <laughs> is, that a, is that a sin? Yeah, it's like, because it took me off. I'm like, is Lugia a real thing? So I'm like searching, what is Lugia? And I got the Pokemon. I'm like, yeah, no, like a Pokemon. Really like, I literally followed it up with he caught them all. I, yeah, I, look, I thought you were talking about the Eternals or the Celestials. What kind of what kind of Pokemon is it? It's like an ice bird lizard thing whale. But it's got it, it, it's got it's got long wings that and are a like long tail like a dragon. It, so it, it, yeah, so yeah, so it kind of looks like that symbol. Because the, yeah, the yeah, wings, the wings like don't even look like wings. They just look like, like sticks coming out of, out of the side of his of his body, with yeah. like I lines where I guess fingers would be. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. And I was uh, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm like, man, we're talking serious shit here, man. <laughs> Caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell the people who you are, where you're calling from, and what. Oh, the vet. Hi, uh, my name is Derek H. Uh, the actress' name is Jenny Slate. Yeah. Um, talking about uh, Venom, uh, the movie looks, uh, from what I can tell, it looks really bad. It doesn't look good. Uh, it looks like a money grab. It looks uh, like they ran out of money. It's a money grab where they ran out of money halfway through. Uh, when they were making the effects, or they went with a different effects company uh, to do the effects, because the Venom effect doesn't look as good as it did in uh, Spider-Man 3, and it didn't look great in Spider-Man 3. I would disagree with that. I think Venom Look, was... all you got to do is the side-by-side face, man. You do side-by-side, toe for grace, with the symbiote coming with half of his face covered, and you do the... The what's this dude's name? Fuck, the new guy. Tom and Hardy. You do, yeah, you do half his face covered with venom. That shot side by side. That shot looks terrible. You think so? Like it yes. doesn't. It doesn't look Joe, great. Joe would find it interesting that there's a shot in that trailer where it fucks up his teeth too. But that kind of that kind of happens in the books. It looks like they they made they made venom with uh with like shiny clay or, or something, like he like almost like he's he 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 belongs on like one of those um those MTV claymation specials. Oh. And they made it made it big. I, I see where you're coming from. Where you like you're basically saying that like the the render itself looks more fake than the spider than Spider Man three. Yeah. And I, I can see that. Like, that that I could definitely see. But then the difference or, or the, the other way of looking at that is the Spider-Man 3 Venom doesn't look like a symbiote. It looks like a suit. And so it kind of looks like, like, it almost looks like Spider-Man. I won't say in the black suit, but it looks like Spider-Man in a movie version of the black suit. Well, this is their job. They They get paid... Uh, millions of dollars 
to make this look good. And for a long time, people didn't do it. And then all of a sudden, people started making comic book uh, costumes look really good. Yeah. So they know how to do it. And these guys dropped the ball. They went back to the let's 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 uh, let's see if we can half-ass this because it's Venom. And who who knows who 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 even knows what he's supposed to look like anyway, right, guys? Yeah, yep. sure. The check cleared, so we're done. But it's interesting because I will say that I think from th- though I can get with where you're coming from in regards to like maybe it the 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 CG of it doesn't look real enough. It doesn't look like it's supposed to exist in in a real world. The actual design of Venom is a better design than the one from Spider-Man 3. Because they were kind of making Spider-Man 3 Venom look like like an anti-Spider-Man. Like, you know, yeah. like, and, and that, uh, you know, I, I get why you do that, especially if you're talking about a movie. Because that's what movies like to do. They want the, the hero and the villain to, like, be equally matched or like dark sides of the same thing or whatever, which unfortunately they're doing in this movie too, which sucks. But well, Eddie, Eddie Brock, I don't, I don't recognize that character from the comic books or anything. I don't, the what, what the, I, I don't even recognize him from for the trailer. He doesn't make sense in the trailer. Like, is he supposed to be some kind of great, great reporter? Because he doesn't seem like that in the trailer. He looks but, like a TMZ paparazzo. Yeah. But he's supposed to be the guy that, that that gets to the bottom of everything. Like, no, you're no, that's not this guy. I don't believe <laughs> right. I don't believe this guy. It is interesting because it's like he's supposed to be an investigative reporter, which, you know, I mean, investigative reporters technically come in all shapes and sizes, so that's cool. But trying I do... to get trying to get a trying to get a Kardashian's uh, butt shot is what he's trying to do. He he definitely looks like. A paparazzo or a street tough or something, anything but a legitimate reporter. <laughs> you know, but, but hey, nobody is nobody is seeking him out in a convenience store with secrets. Look, I have a, I have a secret to tell you, Mister Mister Eddie Brock, uh, about a big giant corporation that's going to try to take over the world. No, nobody's telling him that because he doesn't look credible. And this, no, yeah, that's, exactly. That's the weird thing. Like, if you're gonna do a, a symbiote movie without Spider-Man, like, why not just create your own shit with the symbiote? You know what I mean? Well, now, when you say that, what do you mean, Mo? Like, just the symbiote. You know, you can give the symbiote an origin. He was once attached to Eddie Brock. You know, little, little preamble like Lord of the Rings style. And then you see this new host, and then just have a totally like original story that's gonna tie in maybe or maybe not you know what i mean oh also you're basically saying like almost like skip eddie brock as the host yeah and then do like almost like a story like how they did with that like gangster yeah exactly story but like how they you know it's it's the symbiote's next host right and the final sh- do, the final she, scene you could do be... matt gargan it should end with him fighting Carnage. 
See, but then yeah, I don't think that should be it. Like, I, like again, like it's kind of like I don't like. Do you get to Carnage without Spider Man? Like, look, you don't get to Carnage without Eddie Brock. How do you get to Venom without Spider Man? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's wrong to, from the beginning. Like, <laughs> for putting Carnage in there. Like, honestly, the the only people that should be in there should be the jury. Mm. That's it. And that's if you're doing this Eddie Brock thing. This adding extra symbiotes into it is, is fucking ridiculous, stupid. It, it's dumb, you know. I better see. I better see a church bell in here at some at some point too. Look, I better not. <laughs> oh, look, they they don't look. What are they gonna do? Will there be a church bell? Won't there be a church bell? Look, I almost like ah, I you know I've been yelling at people for this venom thing for the last week at the shop, and it's like. You know, but it's like, oh, because you can't do it without Spider-Man. Like, look, I'm I'm about to go out on a limb and say you can't do it without Fantastic Four. Uh, people would have said you can't do it without uh, Battle World and a secret machine that's supposed to make costumes. See, I mean, here's the look. Thing. That's another thing. Like, yeah, I think you can't do it without that either. No, I mean, listen, you you can do a Venom story without secret wars like well, that, well like, that's because secret wars makes makes spider-man out to be a complete idiot and and venom uh came about because of peter parker's can't read instructions like <laughs> i wow this cool character is here because peter parker is a complete stupid idiot i mean it's one of those things where secret wars is what it is or pointed him in the right direction thor said go here and make this. There's a cool machine that makes costumes. How did he come out with a symbiote that's that's uh that that takes over your body? Because writers, you know, they're making a toy line. And the filament that he got was wrong. He never. He didn't figure it out. It, oh wait, I didn't know. Thor didn't say anything about this thing talking to me. Who knew? Thor must have kept that part a secret. The Thor's uh, new suit talk to him too. Never brought it up with Thor, did he? <laughs> um, Hex in chat saying that basically the Venom movie could have had like a Star Wars style. Uh, Wait, who said that? Hex. Oh, okay. Could have had a, a Star Wars style. Um, uh, Scroll. Crawl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Intro crawl uh, that could have explained the whole Spider-Man thing. Uh, he also said Spider-Man animated did a good job at making Venom. I don't know. I felt that was dumb at the time too, but <laughs> <laughs> but at least it made a little sense. You know what I mean? Like, look, it... John Jameson bringing it back from from the moon. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like that is a viable way to to do Venom, like to alter to alter or have an alternative way of telling that same like a similar type of story. You know, where it's like, hey. We're not going to do the whole Secret Wars thing, but it's still an alien. It came from someplace else. It got brought to Earth accidentally. Now Spider- Spider-Man had it. And then it left Spider-Man. Now Venom has it. Like, I remember, like, he put on his regular costume, but he's like, you know, he saved John Jameson. And then he's like, man, the Hudson River is really dirty today because I got all this sludge on me. Can't get it off. And then he just put on his costume later on that night to fight crime, and then it enveloped him. Like, what the fuck? That was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. That's to help him make out with Black Widow, without, without, with, with Black Cat, too. Yeah, she liked the new look. 
I remember yeah. that issue. <laughs> I love that issue where uh, <laughs> Venom actually helped Spider-Man not get caught cheating. Because he's wow. like, Mary Jane came up to him. Well, he was making out with Black Cat. And then Mary Jane was about to walk in unannounced. And then Venom just shot, well, the symbiote just shot a web to close, the, shut the door. Oh, to like being able to open it. So that, yeah, so that Black Cat could go out to the balcony. And Black Cat, Black Cat being the trifling chick she is, she just stayed there knowing damn well that Mary Jane was coming up. Like she was just sitting there looking. Making, Peter McFly, Felicia? Yeah, make, <laughs> literally making uh, making Peter's knees shake out of fear, you know? Making Peter's knees shake. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I mean, you don't fight with a redheaded woman, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what you mean, though. Is that oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing, man. You oh. don't fight with a redheaded woman. Black Cat knew what she was doing the entire time. Oh, she yeah, she, no, knew. she knew. She knew. She knew. Like, she's just, she knows... She knows what Peter was up to, his whole thing with Mary Jane, and she didn't care. So there's four of us on the line right now, and if you're in chat, feel free to chime in here. You're listening. Uh, you know, the majority of us here, or I don't know, I was technically, I, I don't know what your opinion is overall, but the general consensus is that this looks silly. Uh, the Venom movie I'm speaking of. How many of us are still going to go see it? Well, you know I'm going to go see it. Right. Well, now the movie pass is dead. There's my my odds of seeing it have dropped dramatically. Now, why is movie pass dead? What happened? Because they don't make no money. It didn't make it, the, the whole. It didn't make any sense from the beginning. It's how they lasted this long. That's the question. Yeah. It's been it's been changing from for a while now. Like at first, you could when I first got it, I could see any movie I want once a day. And then it, the app started telling me, well, you've already seen this movie, so you can't watch it again. And now, well, yeah, Mission Impossible. No, not really. Not that one. <laughs> well, but wait, what I'm trying to figure out is why did they not know that they weren't going to make money? Like, they knew what they were doing. They, they set the parameters. They yeah. believe the whole question. They, they believe the whole Internet uh, economy stuff where everything's free, but everybody's rich somehow. That or I think they were actually up to some shady like Russian money laundering thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out or information gathering thing. It's not like, like people. It's not like people abused the service. Like they used it as it was intended. Yeah. And it went under. And, and it's like, well, you you kind of had all the numbers beforehand. Did you not know? How, like yeah. what? What like, was? Well, if if using the movie pass in the way it was intended didn't make you money, how are you supposed to make money? Look, remember when the Facebook movie for, came out and they showed that Zuckerberg got real mad when one of his business partners introduced advertising? He's like, we can't put ads in it. We have ads. And then the guy's like, we have to make money somehow. And now when you go to Facebook, every, it's nothing but ads. Yeah. Because man. Zuckerberg woke up. So Zuckerberg was like, wait, I got to, we got to make money. At some point, you got to make money. And the movie pass people never got to that. Never, they never figured it out. So is the AMC thing going to go away too? No, because they actually make money on it. Well, yeah, they own they own the theaters. Yeah, 
You go into so, an AMC theater, you're still buying ice popcorn and crap there. Plus, uh, and it's not. Now, AMC has bars and shit too, so they make a killing on drinks. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like every movie has a themed drink, so you know that drink, they're gonna at least get one of them. I might get that AMC movie pass. I might, yeah, I might do the other one because they have um, what's I forget the one I have out here. I think it's Edwards or something. Oh, Edwards has one too. Yeah, I, they almost all have one now because it's. Jeez. Oh, that, that's how that's how they killed Movie Pass because movie. If enough people kept getting Movie Pass, they would have you know in retail we call it volume. Like on volume, they would have had some value, and then all they have to do to make money is sell the stock. You know what I mean? Uh huh. But. The thing is, the the theaters jumped on it fast enough. Like the theaters they, have been doing it for be about blockbuster. three. Yeah, so they're like, yeah, and they've been doing it for about three or four months, where they're like, okay, yeah, we do it, you know, and it, it costs about the same price as Movie Pass, but it's only in that theater. But now there's no small theaters that don't get movies. Yeah. So all the big theaters get all the movies. So yeah. it's like no matter which one you do, you're gonna get all the movie you want. So okay, so with that said, uh. You're going to go see it, Oz. Derek, you may or may not go see it since your movie pass is going away. What about Mo? What's your verdict? Um, I don't think I'm going to see it. That's fair. I, I, have didn't see, s- I, I didn't see Upgrade, so. It is, look, that is true. Like That's exactly what it reminded me of, where I was like, why is this guy in here apologizing to these guys while he's beating, beating them up? Like it totally reminded me of Upgrade, which it makes sense in Upgrade, but it doesn't make as much sense in the context of Venom. But hey, that's neither here nor there. I- I'll go see it because it doesn't look like a bad movie. It just looks like a bad Venom movie. So I- I'll go see it. And uh, no one. In I check- think you're going to be pleasantly surprised that it's a bad movie too. You you very well may be right. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, but you know we'll see. So, You'll be about as surprised as when you when you walk out of the Bumblebee movie, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that wasn't good at all. I had no idea that was going to be a bad movie." And see, I think the Bumblebee movie is actually going to be good. No, no, no. Look, that's Blitzwing. It's not Starscream. Yeah, I was watching the trailer, and I was at the end of the trailer. I was like, "Oh, look, Bumblebee just turned it. Why is he? Why is he shaped like Hound all of a sudden?" Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, I, look, I feel like somebody brought up something else that I was like, "Oh, we should talk about that too." I can't. Oh, Cano. Uh, no, that's not that. Even though we can talk about that if you want, if you have something else to say about. Nah, it's just stupid. I didn't read it, but I was gonna review it like negatively and either way. It's, you're, you're gonna it's negatively, even though you didn't read the book. Well, you know, anybody that listens to this show regularly has heard the name Colin Bunn come out of my mouth. Oh yeah, Colin. in reference to comics that I'm not gonna read. And uh, Colin Bunn, better writer than you give him credit for. Is, is hey, it, he did Venomverse. Is it hard to kill a celestial? It's supposed to be. It's supposed oh, to I, be until Canal did. Yeah, because Canal apparently just was doing it on a regular. No, but you know what though? That's become like the new go-to. Like, people have started dropping celestials left and right lately. Like, uh, the the beginning arc of Avengers has like literally it's raining celestial bodies, which you know is crazy. I and thought, then I thought there was why just would a li- do that. I thought there was a limited number of celestials. 
There's not. What did there used to be? There was known like ones that were known, but they're they're, they're all over the universe. Like yeah, I, every I, sector has a good chunk of them. Yeah. Then then Tony Stark make a celestial buster armor or something. I think he did. Yeah. yeah. In but, the Neil you know, Gaiman series. You know who started that though? I think is uh. Remender, like I feel like a few years back, didn't didn't Remender kill a Celestial in Uncanny Avengers? Like that was, I think, I feel like that was like the first time a Celestial like got like murdered by a character in the Marvel Universe, and yeah, it when when that happened was actually a big deal because it was right. like it's never been done before. Right, it was a great it was a great story idea, but now it's kind of it's become a little silly to me where I'm just like, well. Apparently, celestials aren't as tough as we as they used to be because uh, apparently, all you got to do is friggin' sneeze in the right direction, and a celestial may die. I blame Guardians too for that. I believe that. I get uh, I, that. That I don't know how that works, how that connects, but well, just making it, it makes Kurt sense. Russell a celestial, like, and then having been beat by his own son like that is like <laughs> aiming with his heart, like. It's fucking retarded, and that it really like knocked down the celestial to like just another alien in the universe that just happens to be really big, you know? Right, right, and that's that's where they're at now, which yeah. is sad. because you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, the celestials were not, they weren't like you know uh, uh, gods, even though some people looked at them as. I mean, that. they kind of were, but they were tangible, and there's something in between, like yeah. The, the, you have the cosmic beings in the Marvel Universe that are like at the top and then you have like you know people at the bottom and then you have like superhumans I, I always pictured them as like Marvel's better version of the new gods that's what, exactly yeah. what they were yeah that's, that's absolutely yeah. what but I'm saying then you have like gods like you know like Thor and Hercules and those people that are like you know and then in between the gods and the cosmic beings, you have the celestials that are like, you know, they kind of go through the universe doing what they do. Like, you know, it, it, it's they're kind of like in that same rung with like Galactus, you know, even though I guess technically Galactus counts as like the bottom rung of that cosmic. Galactus thing. is just a guy in a big ship. I mean, he's not just a guy. He he survived the end of his universe. He was the last. He was the last. He was the last guy out of the bar. <laughs> if if your bar is the exploded the end of reality as you know it, then yeah, yeah, what is. Yes. But, I know, feel like I'm gonna be Galactus next universe. I mean, hey, here's hoping that I think you'd be a good Galactus. I am hungry enough. <laughs> um. Something that we meant to talk about last week, which seems a bit fitting right now because we were talking about movies, is uh, the whole X-Men movie like situation. X-Men, oh, yeah. Phoenix, and then uh, the, the New Mutants movie. We actually broke some news. Right, right. I mean, I feel like there's like Stuff's been going back and forth with this. I, yeah. I, what's the latest that you heard, Moses? The latest I heard is it got canceled. Okay. Both of them. Right, right. I, but I, then I saw that there was some other thing, but I didn't know how valid it was. 
Well, and and that's the thing where it's like you know, during Comic Con, we heard that those movies were bad, both of them really bad. Which I'd heard that about Dark Phoenix from somebody else, another reliable source before that as well. Just saying, like the movies, like terrible, terrible, like franchise-ending type stuff, right? And the word was that these movies were going to get show and that Fox wasn't going to release them in wide release and they might get like possibly get put on a streaming service. So that Disney was, streaming service. Once Disney buys Fox, then they'll be on the Disney uh yeah. Dis- Disney flicks. Yeah, right. Like that was like the movies because they're completed or double complete because they did went through a whole bunch of reshoots, right? It's like you don't want to like them to have no kind of value, but you know they're not going to release them in wide release, and they would get released in that form. Then I I heard like, and then that came out publicly, or at least rumors of it came out publicly, and then I saw rumors again, basically saying the opposite, where it's like, no, no, those movies are going to get released, and I'm just like the I- fact that it's going back and forth. To me, seems as though you should not release those movies. As, as of right now, mm-hmm. August first, yeah, uh, they have dates for 2019 with New Mutants. Damn it, a year away, exactly a year because it's New Mutants is set for August second, 2019. So I guess they're those reshoots are like the full fucking movie. They, they added a character. So I'm just thinking, like, I mean, think about it. If you made a movie and then you were like, well, we really should have this person in the movie. It's like, well, that means you probably have to remake at least half your movie because it doesn't make sense to add a character just at the end. Right. Like, you know what, though? It, it makes sense why they pushed it a year because um, New Mutants has home chick from uh, Game of Thrones. Right. Macy Williams. Uh-huh. And by August of next year, that ne- that next season is going to be at what the, at the halfway point. So yeah. she's going to be her name's going to be out there and then they're going to say, "Oh, she's in a movie too." That's the finale. Yeah. I think they're trying to catch the cuz they know nobody's going to see it if it comes out like December. So they're they're trying to catch that Game of Thrones heat. Like, why does an X-Men movie dependent on another television show's... Because it's a shitty X-Men movie. But that it, it, releasing it during Game of Thrones doesn't make it less shitty. It also doesn't have an X in the title. Yeah, but it says mutants in it. Yeah, but, I mean, Nobody... so did Mutant X. Well, actually, that that destroys my point because I had Mutant and an X in it. <laughs> And it still failed. <laughs> well, Mutant X went on for like what four seasons though. Nah, no, like two. Failed. Was Mutant X four seasons? No, nah, I don't like two. No, nah, it might have been one and then like a special. Tiger Claw, look it up. Find out, find out how many seasons Mutant X went. Tiger Claw's not allowed to talk anymore. Because I remember they went and did a, um, they did a, they started getting secondary mutations, and I thought that was in the third season. Wow. But maybe I'm wrong. Mutant X went three seasons. Oh, there you go. Not two, not four, 
Secret. And full season, 66 episodes. Jeez. No way. Yeah, season, I think, season like, three was 22 episodes. I think yeah. it's three of those. I watched them all. <laughs> That's fair. But uh, I still didn't get how it connected to X-Men. I believe that. I don't even remember this show. Oh, um, yeah. You loved it. <laughs> it but, used to come right after um, Hercules and Xena and uh, then Sinbad. If that's the case, so did I, at which point I was asleep. <laughs> after Hercules? <laughs> yeah, that's where it was. Or Xena. It's like Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if you can mess around and like literally have to strategize how to release these movies, it's like just shelve them, especially if you're gonna like relaunch the brand. It's yeah. like, why not just? You think they're you think they're gonna Christmas? relaunch the brand? Say what? Do you really think they're gonna relaunch the brand? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, we're gonna we're, have, I think we're gonna it, have all new X Men movies. I mean, all eventually, new, eventually, yeah, because that's what they do. But at, I'm I'm thinking four or five years. Like they'll make the announcement in two or three years with the release date of another two years after that. But I guess why I'm thinking, I'm thinking there's a reason why we don't know what the plot is for Avengers 4. Man, there's no X-Men in Avengers 4. Look, don't, look, and maybe a Fantastic Four? You know they already I, shot Avengers 4, right? That's what they you, tell you. You but should know. I sent that, you the pictures. But that's what they said about, uh, whatchamacallit, Civil War 2, and they had already shot Spider-Man before they even, like, agreed to have him. Like, it would not shock me if there was, like, a Fantastic Four kind of nod in there or something like that. Like, I'm not saying they're a big part of it. I'm just saying, like, you're going to see... Like a post-credit scene or something? Look, I... Remember that issue of Dark Phoenix number one? I think it was Dark Phoenix number one. It was the, the, the first part of the Dark Phoenix saga, that big issue, where there's like three pages of just different heroes reacting to shit. Yeah. I, you're going to see something like that in Avengers 4. You think so? I think so. But it, it relates to the X-Men? And Fantastic Four. No. See, not, they're not going to do both, Mo. They're going to pick one. If, if one, they very well may wait because I mean, here's the thing: like, by I don't feel like we'll necessarily get any news or any kind of like anything hugely referencing X Men or Fantastic Four next year. But I don't know why they would wait five years. Like, what's the point of that? Like, how does that? Like, people are excited about it now. They actually just released a bunch of release dates for the next, like, eight years. Did they really already again? Yeah. Um, the title was Clickbait. It says Marvel announces ten new movies. <laughs> like, but it's just... Untitled. Yeah, but it, yeah, they're all untitled. Like, oh. it just it's just the dates. Oh, well, that doesn't help us. So it's like... But yeah, they have they have a lot of movies coming out. Like, ten, yeah? Yeah, and I'm sure water Wait, one. You're saying a movie studio that's successful is planning movies in the future, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just saying they're they're gonna have a lot of these actors that that are gonna be expensive to keep. 
and then they're still announcing ten movies. That means they probably have a plan for like the X Men, oh, yeah. and you know, and other shit. You know, because it's a studio that makes money. Yeah, and they know that this Marvel thing's been going on for almost a whole year. You know what I mean? That's six months, seven months, eight months now. You know what I mean? This talks of Disney and Fox have been going on since the beginning of the year. Yeah, they, they, which, they, but which they means just, that we um, heard about it at the beginning of the year, which means they've probably been talking about it since last summer. But the stockholders just voted to let it to let it go through, though. So that's a done deal, pretty much. Right, but they're look. When you do an acquisition, you plan for getting that what you're going to acquire. You know what I mean? You're not going to be caught like, oh shit! Now what do we do? How do we look? You know, especially. You know, Disney won't do that. And then Marvel's like, look, if these motherfuckers get it, we got to have a plan. Just like they had a plan for putting Spider-Man in there seamlessly. You didn't see them add a whole character to a movie and then take a year to release it like the New Mutant shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would, I would be shocked to find out that they didn't know how they wanted to incorporate these characters into... They have a plan already. Into, yeah, Say, the look, universe. If, all if, you guys call him Kevin Feige, but I got faith in him. I don't yeah. think we could say what you call them. Not with Derek on the line, anyway. No, I mean, look, I, I hate what he does to certain things, but the the dude always has a plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wish he, I wish his comics. Did, well, Marvel did the had a guy like that with the comics. Yeah. So okay, well, look, I yeah, I. I hope they don't get wide release because all that's gonna do is hurt the money. And I think I think Disney knows that. Yeah. And, but I don't know. I honestly I don't know if that was 100% up to them or what because I don't know. If, like, I guess technically the buy could have been contingent upon a number of different things. I would be shocked though if people were like, "We need those movies released." No, that's that movie is, is, is will be negative. Um negative numbers on the books that they that they'd be selling to Disney. Right. Right Just now on right, distribution. Yeah, right now they're they're um they're pie in the sky. They they could be anything. Who knows what they could be, but if they get released and do the bomb and bomb, then all of a sudden those are big negative marks that they gotta try to pass off to Disney. Okay, they might even hold on to them and then just create a multiverse and then show you that as part of a multiverse thing. No, oh, dude, trust me, they'll, they'll sell it to Netflix and Netflix will be happy to buy it because Netflix loves buying bad movies. And, you know, this just happened to be one of the bad movies that will actually work for them. You know, it's like it, it'll be the opposite of what the Cloverfield paradox thing was. You know, it's like they buy that and like, hey, you can watch X-Men Dark Phoenix, you know, starting this date or starting tonight. Like cats will be like, oh, I'm going to go watch that. Speaking of Cloverfield, that's not a real universe, is it? That none of those stories actually fit with each other, no matter what they say. They just have the same name and the title, but those stories that don't go together at all. Um, yeah, they they don't they don't have a Kevin Feige on there, <laughs> but but I, I am I, having fun trying to watch them connected. I haven't seen the Cloverfield Lane one, so I don't know. Oh, uh, that one's good. It is. Yeah, it's it's good. Even if it wasn't Cloverfield, like. It, it, it's a good movie, period. 
They, yeah, they the end it, it, turn, it's, 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 it makes it so all the closer feels a whole different thing. Right. But the paradox kind of like makes it so why it's so different. You know what I mean? But the, the monster, I, paradox in the original, the monster looks the same. It's just way bigger in paradox. Right. But lane, they look completely different. Yeah, because it's a different thing. Not, it's not that. And now they're trying to say, like, now they're trying to say, Quiet Place uh, is connected too. Oh, I haven't seen Quiet Place yet, but um, what to call it? The reason, because it's um, the, I guess the 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 logic behind it is that the Cloverfield monster is kind of like. Some like a weapon, you know what I mean? And then in lane, it's like the race. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> well, you haven't seen it, so you don't know. Nope. Wow. Wow. Uh, look. Again, there was something else that remind, like somebody said something and it reminded me of something else. Like, oh, we we're supposed to talk about that too, <laughs> and I can't remember what it is. Cloverfield? No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't about the Cloverfields before. You should watch Cloverfield Lane though. Ah, uh, maybe. Although we spoiled it for you already. I mean, okay. John Goodman is such a good actor. He is. Yeah, and then well, everybody in it. It's only three people in it, and they're all really good. So well, a four if you count a lady in the car. The so, lady that drives her to the door. Please let oh, me in. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, four people in it. What so, kind of people are you? Yeah. Like, at the, barely like a person. That movie. I'm sorry, what, Larry? It didn't seem like people were happy with that movie. Uh, I don't know who you talk about. Did it get a general good reception? I thought people didn't like it. I don't know. I, I know I saw it and I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And then a couple, you know, I watched it like three times already. Wow. It's a very cheap indie movie that all of a sudden got a, that they added a lot of money to for the last five minutes. Yeah, to connect it to Cloverfield. But on its own, like, the thing is, even, even if it was just a script that they co-opted, like, the script they, they co-opted was good. Uh, since you pay attention to this kind of thing, Rotten Tomatoes ninety percent. Roger Roger Ebert, uh, three out of four. Metacritic. Roger and Ebert are both dead. No, just Roger Ebert. He's still alive, right? He's just missing half his. No, he's no, he's dead, dead. He's dead. I. I'm gonna click on this link. (laughs) Which one's the one that uh? That's missing half a face. Oh, is he dead too? Yeah, he's dead. dead. Oh, you know, it might be his son. Doesn't his son do movie reviews too? It better not. Well, the, okay, RogerEbert.com. Whoever the fuck, <laughs> whoever the fuck is writing for RogerEbert.com gives it a three out of four. Well, you know what? It might be his his artificial intelligence or whatever. No, he was a robot at the end. No, because articles by some guy named Brian Tallarico. Oh, is he related to Tommy? Probably. Probably. All those Tallaricos. Point is, everybody is in the 75 to 90% area, which is Ooh. pretty good. Okay. Oh, yeah, maybe I will check that out. 
Yeah, Tiger Claw says uh, Cloverfield Paradox has the whole thing as being part of a multiverse. And yeah, and that's kind of what's dumb about it, because it's like... It does a really bad job of that. Yeah, well, I mean, you only you haven't seen Tulane yet, so... I mean, that doesn't make... That doesn't mean that the the Paradox movie does a good job of... Like, it's not, I'm not going to watch that movie and then be like, oh, this movie actually was good now. I hate these guys. Well, you only have one universe. What do you mean? you only seen one universe yeah. out of the multiverse. Paradox has two universes, at least. There's multiple Right. Movies. But, that, like, if you see Par- uh, Lane, Cloverfield Lane, you're like, okay, then it, you get a better understanding of that it's a multiverse. But I'm saying that but what Tiger Claw said was that the Cloverfield Paradox says the whole thing as being part of a multiverse. Right. It explains what happens in, in Lane and the first one. Right. But, but if you haven't seen Lane, you can't. You don't know how it explains that. Wait, have you seen Paradox? Who, me? No, uh, Larry. Yeah, yeah, I saw Paradox. Well, that means that the, that Lane and the first one are are from the second universe and not from the... And the parallel and the paradox one is from the first universe because the right. events in Lane and the first one happen because of what happened in the future. Right, right. The, it's the rift. Yeah. The like, second it, universe. If you, if you read H.P. Lovecraft, you know. If you watch, what's that? Man, that TV series that's really good with the Elder Gods. American Gods? No, 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 no. With no, I'm talking about something good. Um, Final Space. Never even heard. Of it. It's an animated show. Oh, it's fucking okay. tight. But that does that too, where it's like, it's it it, it actually does a better thing of a better job of explaining, at least making sense of of uh, Cloverfield Paradox and Lane and the original. Because it's like, you know, time displacement and everything caused by this rift. And tachyons and shit. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I don't know the the verbatage of it. Yeah. I hate these goddamn connected movies. Well, if they connected well, it'd be better. Because I'm not gonna say that you know they're well connected. I'm saying it. You could stretch them into connecting well. No, just just in general. Like if movies connect, tell me ahead of time. Don't don't surprise me later. Because now I gotta fucking watch Split. Look, and and the thing watch. is, is that what you said? Oh, you haven't seen Split? No, because I thought it was just oh like a creepy. God, I thought so it was just good. a creepy dude holding some chicks hostage and then right. psychological shit. But I didn't actually like. I haven't seen it either. I'm now now that I know. That that's an origin story for a villain. So, it, you didn't see it. You no. Didn't see it, Larry? No. Oh no. my god. I'm gonna yeah, see it this weekend now. Why? Why are we? Look, I didn't see Breaking Bad till like the second to last season. Yeah, but that that's everybody. <laughs> Listen, that's like, everybody except me and maybe Larry. Yeah, we don't we don't have time to watch everything. No, but Split like Split was so good. Period. Yeah, no, I mean, James McAvoy looked like he was doing his thing, but, yeah, if if we knew it was part of Unbreakable from the beginning, we would have we would have made it but a part. But that's the beauty of it. Like, that's why it was no, so good. I, it's I, only part of Unbreakable for, like, literally, like, like 
15 seconds at the very end. Yeah, they pulled the 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Yeah, and but, that's okay. but the way they did it was fuck. Oh my god! Like I kind of knew already that it was that, but I didn't know how they connected it. So I already knew going in, but I still saw it early on, you know, in the theater. Are you talking about and then Cl- the way Cl- they? Are you talking about Cloverfield Lane or Split? No, Split. Okay. And then when uh, <laughs> and then when it actually happened, I literally like, I was rolling around on the floor like. Ah, man, it was amazing. Look, it's Shyamalan, and he's disappointed me. At that point, I was a little disappointed in his stuff. Uh, uh. Really? With what? With what has he disappointed you? Because I know you're not an Avatar fan. I watched that movie. Yeah, I, but you didn't... You it, it wasn't Avatar. good. Even not you're it. not disappointed. Not like, even not being an Avatar fan, it still it still wasn't good. Then there's a one in the in the elevator, and then there's the... Yeah, the one where they the devil. But he didn't even make Devil. Like, he just produced it. And there's the one in the forest where they turned out to be crazy people. I, I was getting like, tired of it. That movie was good. Yeah, it is good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, it's I, so good that people knew that they weren't real monsters. And then when they showed up again, they still got scared in the theater. Nah. Uh, nope. Not for me. I know people People don't, you know, they, they dump on him. But a lot. It's just easy because it's he's not, you know. Well, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I, you know why, Larry? La- I know. Lady in the Water was stupid. That the was happy- good too. I it was dumber, up. but it was good. I avoided the happening like because the of Lady in the Water. It's like you 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 play role playing games and you can't like Lady in the Water. Fuck! I gave him money for After Earth. I think that's the last time I gave him money. You know, that's the only one that I thought was really bad, but. It, it wasn't like I should have known. Like, I should have known that was gonna be bad based on the actors. Is that yeah, that that I knew that that's exactly it. Like I knew it was bad already, and I still watched it, and I was like, you know, it's pretty bad, but I don't I don't really care. Like it doesn't make it doesn't make him a bad filmmaker. He's just they're hiring him to do certain things. It's not his, you know. They're hiring him to do certain things, and he's getting paid. Like yeah, but so I, he's just gonna be on it. Yeah. After. Yeah, that's the Will Smith in his, in his son movie. But After Earth was right after Last Airbender, so I think that that was the last straw. Shyamalan directed that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Does that but, a- that, but that's all Will Smith's like Scientology shit too. So it's like <laughs> it, that. Like you know, that's gonna be bad. Is Will Smith a Scientology guy? Not only is that, he's also in a sex cult with guys. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, there isn't, but, like, just be open about it. Just say, look, I love fucking dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. something, there's something, it's something that makes it feel like there's something wrong with it if they're, like, hiding it like that, you know what I mean? I mean. Especially in, when you're in league with the Scientologists. Who's the, who's the openly gay leading man in Hollywood? Ah, uh, look. Um, Tom Cruise? No, sorry, not open. You said open, right? I did say open. Yeah, no, I mean I, that's a whole other. Con- that's why he can't come out and say. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know, but it's still it just the 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 sneak like the sneaking around thing makes it seem like okay. and there's something shadier going on. You know what and I mean? It's black. Nope. And yeah, I mean, Look, can't do that. It would have been sca- spacey, but he fucked that up. <laughs> 
Oh man! Like he's open about it now, right? Well, after that, he, you know, he ch- he chose that moment to come out after he got accused of <laughs> molesting. <people>. Yeah, <laughs> and it sucks that he touched the dude from that movie Road Trip. The kid? What oh, kid? I know right, it's the guy from Star Trek Discovery. Uh, I haven't seen him in Discovery, but. He, um, he, he road trip, like he was like this douchey dude in there. And he, I just remember looking at him like, man, that guy's just ugly. Like he looks like a, like a muppet got turned into a real person. <laughs> and then when I heard that he diddled them, I'm like, really, Kevin Spacey? Like, I would have thought he, you know, at least fucking what you call it, John Travolta had the, you know, the taste to like do like a buff masseuse guy. Oh, John Travolta has sex with a guy, too? No, he just turned around with a big heart on so that he could get jerked off. And then the guy said no, and he left. Yeah, it's it's not gay if it's a massage. I I don't know if that's true. (laughs) Someone has gotten a happy ending from a dude. Um, You know, I, I don't know if you've seen it yet, Mo, but... Jim Jeffries has a special on Netflix that's hilarious. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, he's a, he's a good comedian. That's great. Yeah, so... Um, but how does that relate to Kevin Spacey? <coughs> uh, he actually mentions that. Oh, okay. In his special. Yeah. Yeah, he mentions a lot of things, but that's, <laughs> that's among among them. Yeah, he's, he's all over the place. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, but it's just it's definitely your brand of comedy. Like you would Yeah. Say. I've been a, a fan of his for a couple well, I wouldn't say a fan fan, but I've been fond of him for like ten years. Don't get me wrong, I, I'm pretty sure just about anybody listening to this show would probably find it funny, but I think yeah. if you just... like us, you'll love him. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Mo. No. <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah, you can't, there you it can't is. attribute it to if, Oz or you. Or it's, like, it's like Mo right. with an accent, right? It's like Mo with a with a Tom Hardy voice. <laughs> you even dress the same. I was like, if you like me, you may want to listen. You may want to watch uh, Public School Negro on Netflix. That's oh, yeah, a, that's a good no, one, too. Bell. Yeah, that's, that's more along my line, but, you know. Yeah. That was funny, too. I, I I keep feeling like, like I'm like, I'm pretty sure W. Kumar Bell stole all his material from Derek H. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no question. Like if, um, if I found out one day that Derek H. was W. Kumar Bell's ghostwriter, it wouldn't even surprise me. I'd just be like, why did it take you so long to tell me? So, sounds like your Postmates is here, man. Not mine. Oh. No, <laughs> I don't even know if do, do Postmates even have an alert. Probably not, right? Someone just comes to your door. How come I don't I get don't... a comic? You have a comic, I'm sure. Let's see uh, who else is on Netflix right now. Uh, yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you have a unique. You have your own unique brand of humor. It's like if, uh, Dice Clay and Kevin James fucked. <laughs> that that's your brand of comedy, yeah. So it's, so it's that's not it. A little like, offensive, 
But it's, it's funny. Sometimes. Make it no, because Kevin James is clean, like really clean. But he said, "With nice things, right?" Yeah, but then that just makes someone moderate. Like, that's kind of what. Uh, yeah, I guess. I I don't think that's the right mix. Okay. <laughs> I think Oz is more like a Jim Gaffigan, with a little bit of an edge. Jim Gaffigan with an edge. Yeah. Like, Jim Gaffigan's hilarious. Yeah. But he's clean, but he's like oh, smart and yeah. No. Yeah. I say fuck. Yeah. Um let's see. What else do we need to talk about? What what I feel like the it's funny because of course it's like there's plenty like during the week, I'm like, oh my god, we gotta make sure we talk about this. Oh my god, we gotta make sure we talk about that. But I, I need to start writing this stuff down more. Yeah. Or, I or, usually try to put it in our uh, thread to, like, you know, so I could just go back to it. Let me look at the thread. But then there's some days where it's, like... It's hard? Well, it's, like, we do too much pre-production. Yeah. And then it's, like, going scrolling back is, like... Right, right. But oh, you know what the other thing I want to talk about? Uh... The open letter that the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy oh yeah, that's uh, fucking wrote for for James Gunn. Like, like people are pushing hard to get James Gunn back, and I'm like, man, they love this guy. Like, yeah. I'm seeing here, though, Tiger Claw put in a story today. Disney unlikely to rehire Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn. Or it's which, like. The thing is, in the open letter, they're like, oh, he made Guardians what it is. And it's like, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> you know, like, that's why I don't want him. But yeah, like you said, that according to Variety, Disney's unlikely to hire him again, which I'm happy with. Is, is Guardians of the Galaxy, like, is the original Guardians of the Galaxy the redemption story everybody's making it out to be? Like... Thematically, is that like as big of a part of that movie as people are making it out when they talk about James Gunn? I mean, I understand the misfit thing is definitely there, but is the redemption thing there? I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I see those movies and I just see two like pieces of shit, you know, like. I, I see I see characters done wrong even like to what they set them out to be in that movie you know what I mean those movies are the product of a child molester according to Disney wow I wouldn't even say that really because otherwise baby Groot would have had a soft spot in his butt a child molester sympathizer I don't even. I wouldn't even say that. It's just, it, you know, it's like okay, we're gonna have this badass woman character because people need badass women, but then it's like, okay, we gotta tell the audience how because the audience can't get it on its own that she's so badass. So we gotta tell her that she's the deadliest woman in the galaxy. But then the actions are like, oh, she got beaten up by a raccoon in a tree. Right. Like it's like they, they don't know what they were doing from the beginning, even with what they had. You know. Yeah, like you're right. They tell you that, but they don't ever show it to you. Right. They, they, they st even 
the roots, they, like, they still haven't showed it to us. Like, maybe the closest it came to that was when she stabbed Thanos. But even that's just, like, not that much and too late, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, remember um, what was what was that with the annihilators issue, Larry? Annihilators? No, annihilators. Oh, annihilators, the group. Yeah. Yeah, where that chick came in and just beat the shit out of everybody on that team, and it was all like high-ranking people. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, that was, was uh, the, the, the huh? She was a space knight. Or... No, I think she was a Kree, wasn't she? Oh no, so. you know what? You're right. It was a space knight. It was a space night because I think it, the Cree was um, that was uh, a different a different uh, yeah that was Hala Hala the whatever but that was, I think that was actually in a Guardians book maybe I'm I'm not sure but yeah I think it was a space night but that comic book like it had the the like I could tell that they tried to do like Gamora's entrance to like mimic that. But it didn't pan out that way, like the way that it panned out for that space night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the most disappointing parts of the whole Guardians franchise for me. Where it's just like, like Gamora never kind of reaches her full potential. Like, or like the potential that she shows or demonstrates in the comics where you understand why people call her the most dangerous woman in the universe in the comics. Yeah. Not so much with these movies. At least in my opinion. So. Who's driving the truck? I don't know. I hear a little thing, but I don't know what that is. Oh, stop. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Sounds like a 90s rap song. That's what it is. Um, I don't like. Yeah, I just you know when as people keep saying this, and they're like, "Oh, the movie's about redemption and being able to be a better person than who you were before." And da da da. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, I don't, you know, I didn't get that from the movie, but at the same time, I know I do understand that, you know, my my I I wasn't necessarily looking at it in the with the clearest view, just because I'm all I can see is like how they're mutilating. The characters I like, and I'm just like. Yeah. Oh. It turns out that movie was his best rape joke. Oh, see. So are you guys upset that none of the characters in Guardians like actually grow or evolved? Look, I, I'm upset that they're not what they're supposed to be. They well, don't have story arcs. But that's that's the whole thing. Where supposedly the let people tell it, defending James Gunn, they do grow and evolve. And I'm like, that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to find out. I'm like, did that happen? And I missed it. Because it doesn't quite feel like, you know, I mean, you know, they, they definitely were all kind of misfits and not necessarily on the right side of the law. And then they decide, well, we're going to do something that is not completely selfish. But at the same time, it's like, eh, I mean, if the universe is in peril, that's where you live, too. So they they should talk about that movie less of a redemption story, like you said, you heard and more. Of a, a group group of misfits that found each other and uh, and do stuff. I mean, yeah. they they're, they're fuck ups. Even in Infinity War, they yeah. fuck everything up. All right. I wish Joe was here. 
Yeah, it'd be nice if Joe was here. All right, he, Joe. he could talk about Bravest Warriors and how that's a better Guardians of the Galaxy than that movie. Uh, but you guys didn't watch that. No. Even though he told you countless times. I believe that. But, yeah. I don't know. I like. So, what, what do you all think should happen to the franchise if James Gunn is not brought back uh you know like I, derek what do you think like no james gunn should they move forward with guardians 3 get somebody new do something different what do you think bring somebody new in james gunn i don't i don't feel comfortable watching james gunn around uh any female or younger characters at this point he is tainted but, i mean you don't really think that he's i like, think i I, I would, I, if I were them, I'd be running a black light on, uh, against his trailer at all times. I bet you there's just, uh, there's biological material everywhere inside of there. He made that joke in the first movie, too? Yep, yep. That joke. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like he was just telling, like, trying to tell jokes, but none of them are funny, so that makes it, like... You know, it's messed up for him. But at the same time, and you know, I it's one of those things where like I, I'm conflicted about it, honestly, because he, you know, everybody knew this was a thing. He apologized for it back then. Everybody was cool back then. And it was a long time ago. Like Disney was cool back then. Right. That's all that mattered. Right. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's like the stuff he said, like, I don't understand why he would put that out there like that. And, you know, it's like, it's weird because I understand, like, I understand that I'm being told it's jokes, but it's weird because they don't seem to have like punchlines. So it's just like, I don't, you know, it's like, you're just saying stuff. And, and on top of that, it's like, it's not like he was like young when he did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he was like a teenager, like, I know how the, there's some baseball players that are getting, having to apologize for stuff they said on Twitter when they were, like, teenagers. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make well, sense. There was, a, there was a time in America where everybody thought they were funny, but they didn't know how to be funny, and so they just wrote stuff. And, it, and looking back, it's like that wasn't even close to a joke, and that's coming back to haunt people. Yeah, and, and, you know, again, if you do that as a teenager... Or even in your 20s, like, sure. It's like, hey, you know what? People are young and dumb, and they say and do things that, you know, they should have known better, but they didn't. But, you know, I mean, James Gunn was, like, in his 30s when he was putting this stuff out here, and it's kind of like, eh. Yeah, but yeah, even like, if... You said some stupid shit on your 30s. What? I don't remember. Even if they, even if they brought him back, even if they brought him back, it's going to be like, like what Derek said earlier. There's going to be... Uh, a, a section of people that are just going to be a little creeped out about watching his movie, especially if it's a kids' movie. I mean, I know, I know, we watch the the Guardians movies, but let's be honest, those are meant to be for a younger audience. Yeah, they're all ages. Yeah, they are. They are. But at the same time, it's kind of, and then, and then the other part of it is like we all know that this is like a right-wing kind of attack thing that happened, and that yeah. sit well, like, it doesn't feel, you know, like, fair, 
Yeah, but writer uh, writer left. It's a there's a mob mentality on Twitter. Well, yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is there's a difference between like somebody like having done something and people discovering it and they're like, "Oh man, I can't believe that this is happening." Like something happening organically. And something targeting somebody specifically because you don't like the things that they're saying today. You know what I mean? It's like, funny when they when they go after somebody who doesn't care, like who who legit doesn't care, and like they like when they when they go after like Sarah Silverman or Anthony Jeselnik or something or uh-huh. or like and and it's and what they they like the people going after them are expecting. Oh, this is gonna ruin your career. Right. And people are like, yeah, no, no, it's not gonna ruin my career. Mm-hmm. And I got the feeling if if uh, if James Gunn like just said, hey, look, I said it. Well, you know what? That's what that's the same thing that happened um, to to Louis. Yeah, Louis C.K. did the same thing. He said, yeah, I said it. It was a joke, big deal. And then he still lost his career. So well, no, but now Louis C.K. did something drastically different. Like Louis yeah. C.K. was showing his penis to people. Like that's not the same thing as. But he right. still owned up to it. He owned up to it immediately and didn't try to hide from it and said, look, this is what I did. Right, but you can't own up to... Uh, you can't own Rain up jokes. to... to, to <laughs> like, exposing yourself to people when they're not... when they didn't ask for that and then be like, oh, well, hey, you know, I'm riding this one out. Like, Or at least you shouldn't be able to. It, but Is it a funny penis? You're, you're ridiculous. I think it was. It looks just like him, kind of tall, little and, pudgy with red hair. And and that's the whole thing where it's like it feels like, you know, we we lose context a lot in this day and age. We you know, you can't act like what James Gunn did on Twitter is the same thing as what Louis CK did in a hotel room with two women talking about comedy and they turn around and he has his penis out. Like that's a whole different level, you know what I'm saying? Like the same way how people are like, "Oh, well, you know, it happened to Roseanne, so why wouldn't it happen to James Gunn? It's like, it's a, those are two completely different situations. It's like him saying some stuff on Twitter, meaning it to be a joke 10 years ago, isn't the same as Roseanne saying racist stuff today, having a history of saying racist stuff. Like, you know, so I don't know, man. It's. I it's, only wish James Gunn said some racist stuff too. Did he? No, I wish he did. Oh, well, it, look, it would make things easier. <laughs> it's like, you know. Yeah, they're easy enough. No no James Gunn on Guardians. Yeah. yeah. If I don't get a Disney check, then nobody gets a Disney check. <laughs> Derek H. is like, give me my Disney check. Then we'll see about James Gunn. <laughs> I have more than a few episodes of DPL that, that will stop me from getting a Disney check, so. Yeah, I've heard those shows. I'm I'm surprised you get a regular check. I didn't get a regular check <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Well, we'll have to see what happens. We'll have to see how it all shakes out. But then the question is, like that, that doesn't that point those start point toward those like stars that wrote the letter and everything. Where they're saying, 
it's okay for this guy to do this stuff because it makes us money or because he's our friend, so he's he's allowed to do whatever he wants to do. And we're famous, so if we say he's okay, then you guys should say he's okay too. I believe that from Rocket the Raccoon. What? <laughs> no, because, you know, Rocket's just conniving, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I will say that I don't believe... Like, it's not... Like, it'd be one thing if the cast was leading the charge. Why are we listening to Dave Batista? Dave Batista is a dumb wrestler. Like, <laughs> nobody should be... We should not... His opinion should count for zero. <laughs> well, but I think what he's saying is the person that he was then is not the person that he is today. And it's kind of like, you know, like, does that count for something, I guess, is, is the question. I've seen Dave Bautista hit an old man, Ric Flair, with a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> he actually hit a few women, too, right? Yeah, he put, a, he put, he put, he put, he put women through a table. Yeah, that's funny. But I, I, yet I'm supposed to go with him with the whole yeah. This this uh, pedophile is okay with me. See, it's about redemption. redemption. If what? he's okay with you, there, Batista. Why are you? Batista also what? stole the gimmick from John Cena. It's like we can't we can't. He's <laughs> gonna pedophile. He's never touched a kid. For all we know. So far, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what next week holds. I mean, if he if it comes out that he has, then by all means, you know, it's like that that makes things really simple. But you know, it's like I, I mean, guess- it's simple now. Like, nah, he's he's fired. He's done. No, no. Yeah, you know what? Give the give Guardians to uh, Waikiki diversity done. Yeah, we don't. Look, he'll, he'll he'll spend a few years in director jail. He'll come back with a small indie indie movie that everybody yeah. likes, and he'll just be back. like just like Mel Gibson. Yeah, let's not forget that this is a, a very rich white man. Like he is not, he's not at the poorhouse right now. And also, Hollywood Hollywood condones bad behavior in the long run. Oh, look again. I think it goes back to the white guy thing, because Lord knows, uh, whatchamacallit's movie got tanked over some ridiculous stuff. Uh, the dude that did uh, Turner's Rebellion, his movie came out, and then all of a sudden people started hitting about a past rape charge that he got that actually went to trial and he got exonerated for, but all everybody heard was rape charge. <laughs> and it's just like, his movie got tanked. And I'm like, man, that sucks. You talking about Birth of a Nation? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's one thing where it's like, okay, well, you have something pending. And so it's like, okay, well, hey, we don't know what happened. But it's like, this went, it was done. It was like, went to trial, got exonerated. And everybody's like, oh, you don't support rapists. Look, all Mike Tyson had to do was become a parody of himself. And they let him back into in the, in the cool kids group. That's yeah. true. Mike, Mike Tyson had to, like, totally reinvent himself. Well, he, reinvent he himself by, by making sure that everybody laughs at him every time he shows up. Yeah, he just accepted not, not what that, people though, were already saying. He did saying. that one-man show where that was really good. Right. But, again, like, that's, like, you know, him saying, like, Mike Tyson was, like, let back in would have been, like, okay, he was, like, they let him box. 
Like, he didn't get to box anymore. Yeah, but at least Mike Tyson, like, he had time served, so he he paid for his crime. And it's not like he's making millions either. I think he was when he came out, though. Uh, Until he bit that dude's ear off, I think that's that was when uh, that was it. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure his first few fights out of jail were million dollar fights. But we yeah. can go down a list of like Aziz Azari is 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 back on is is the Netflix is letting him back. Uh, you guys know Chris Hardwick. Uh, nothing, nothing bad is ever going to happen to Chris Hardwick. He's a good-looking white kid. Nothing bad ever happened to Roman Pulaski, and he's he's avoiding persecution right now. Yeah, he now he is a baby rapist. Now wait, Roman he fled the country, right? Yeah, and they oh. cheered him at, 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 as they gave him like a lifetime Oscar or something like that. Yeah, he, right, and he made movies that won Academy Awards. Yeah, I mean they Same. took that away. I think, but no, no. Like, the penis. What? Oh, the pianist. That, that's what I said. The penis. <laughs> it won the Academy Award. Okay, but what I'm saying is, uh, is Ro- I mean, Roman Polanski isn't. I mean, uh, he can't I- come to the U.S. because he'll be arrested. Right. He hasn't been punished appropriately by any means, but this fool's like hiding out. Well, Woody Allen married his victim. Right. And that's messed up. I don't understand how people let that go. Made an honest victim of her. Damn it. But but at this point, though, you can't put like Allen or you don't you can't put like Hardwick and Aziz Ansari in the same category as Roman Polanski and Woody Allen. Right. No, but we're putting Aziz Ansari are the exact same category as each other. What? But which they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Like Mm, say that out loud again. Let Disney hear you say that one. Illegal, right? They didn't commit a crime. But what we're saying is Uh, if Polanski can get forgiven, then... Polanski hasn't been forgiven, though, right? He's hiding out. He's He's been forgiven by Hollywood. He hasn't been forgiven by by the law, but as far as Hollywood is concerned, he's he's good. That's what what I said. Hollywood forgives bad behavior. They condone bad behavior. Right. If, If... Polanski could legally enter the, enter the country and not be arrested. I guarantee he'd be making a movie within a year. Look, guess nobody the believes that on Walking Dead. Kevin Spacey. Nobody believes that Kevin Spacey's never making another movie. Yeah. Why do you think Brian Singer likes using them so much? I don't. Know, I guess we'll have to see. Cause yeah, it's messed up. It's I'm not messed. worried about James Gunn. I don't need I don't need a a, a, a petition of of uh, rich actors to tell me it's okay to like James Gunn because James Gunn is not hurting and he's not going to be hurting he's going to be back so I'm not worried about him right all all that to say James Gunn is going to be fine and he'll be doing a movie within a couple of years yeah because what he, what he did is nowhere near as bad as all the names we just mentioned that's true except Chris Hardwick. Or in season, sorry. Look, right? We we agreed that Chris Hardwick was an asshole for reasons other than those charges. Yeah, I actually I redid the title of that episode because I applied for press credentials. To what? L.A. Comic Con. Nobody watches that. I still want to get in. It's a good, it's a good show. Yeah, it's all right. You should come. You should come down to C two E two. 
would do that, but yeah, I might. When is it? Yeah, it's sometime in April. Oh, okay. Yeah, I might be able to do that. Yeah. I'll sleep in the train it's like station. What, it's like what Comic-Con used to be back in the day. Wait a minute. Tom Cruise is a member of a goddamn cult, and he's he just made a million dollar, a, yeah. a multi-million dollar movie. Yeah, but he right. Yes, but that's not illegal either, right? But actually, he's not, he's not a member as much as he's being held captive. <laughs> you kidding me? He's a, he's, yeah. He's a leader. His wife had to escape with his daughter because she didn't want her indoctrinated into the cult. There were there were reports of women auditioning to be his next wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, now he's is, he he sues very quickly, so we can't discuss why they they would have <laughs> to do that. But that that was the report that I read on different gay, right? different news sites have reported something similar to what you just said. I read Which somewhere is, outside of the allgames.com stuff. Allegedly. I, guess, I say it like this. Would you feel the same way if Tom Cruise was Mormon? Yeah. I actually, there's actors that I liked before that I don't like because they're Mormon. Yeah, that's pretty bigoted, Mo. I mean, they're pretty bigoted. They think black people are a demon seed. Some Mormons do think that, but not all yeah. Mormons. Look, hey. How do you know they, that the that? I look. I don't know which. I'm not gonna sit here and pick them out like lice to see which ones is. You know what I mean? Jeez, man. It's too much work. Jeez. I mean, granted, I say this about all fucking religions. Yeah. You know I mean? You're not. You're not a fan. Yeah. Except. Yeah. Maybe even Buddhism. There's some assholes that are Buddhist too. Look, I, I mentioned. Any, a, I mentioned. I haven't a, met them, but I'm sure there are. Earlier, I mentioned the ghost cat, and Mo just went off on us. I met I met a rude Canadian. Oh, Canadians are like? assholes. I do. Oh, I know a lot of Canadians. They're they. It's a myth. They're not nice. All the ones I met were nice, except for this. One. Maybe the East Coast ones, but the the West Coast ones, uh. Uh-uh. The West Coast Canadians are not nice. No, but that's because they're close to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> that's possible. They they have that like contact like snobbiness. Like no, Qu- Quebec and Saskatchewan are closer to like the the east than the west, right? Look, our president, asking... our president says Canada sucks, so I agree with him. Our Canadians suck. Oh boo! <laughs> if you can't believe the leader of the free world, who are you gonna believe? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's the problem. It's not free world anymore. <laughs> They're trying to build the wall to keep us in. So funny, man. Before the show, I was watching Fox News. They try, they try real hard, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah. man, like that is a stretch. But even CNN does it too. So it's like, it's just the opposite opinion. But they try hard too. Like, well, I, but I literally have to like, I stop watching all of them and I just go with Associated Press. It's funny when uh, Ju- when Giuliani gets gets on Fox and even the anchors are like, you can tell they're they're trying. To go with him, but he's just so far out there. Yeah. Where they and like, that's the whole thing. Gotta it's... go with this guy, but ugh. It's like, don't get me wrong, CNN definitely makes inferences that aren't news. They tell you facts, and then they're like, 
does this mean that da 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 da? And it's like, okay, that's not, uh, like what what you just said there, is possibly something that could be the case, but that's not definitely the case. It's literally like taking these facts and inferring what could be the next possibility. But I'm saying, I watch Fox News take a clip of President Obama today and trying to make it seem as if he was like trying to incite violence by telling telling uh, uh, people to get in the faces of folks and like have like stern talking to's and discussions and stuff. And they were using that clip like he was trying to incite violence. And it's like, like, I can watch just this part of it and tell that that's not the case. But fortunately, I've actually heard that entire speech in the context. All he's talking about is having discussions and like, you know, basically like holding people accountable for their opinion. It's like, that's not the same thing as saying, man, I wish somebody would go punch somebody in the face. Which is exactly what Trump said. Those almost those exact words. Right, right. Which, But they didn't play that clip. <laughs> they, they didn't play that clip. <laughs> they, and I'm just like, wait a minute, man. Like, that's like lit. Like, it's dishonest. Like, that is like, you can't. I mean, you can say that that's what this means, but it's like, that's not what it means, though. Yeah, you can't watch any of the network news because they, they're all going to have their side. They, I mean, they're, I, they're all, they're all going to be biased. You know, Fox is heavily biased to the right and CNN to the left and MSNBC to the left. I think I think it's not even like the bias is because is, I know they're not really thinking like that, but they treat people like just blips on their ratings board. You know what I mean? Right. So they're right. just shooting for that. Like all get it to an audience. Yeah, and that's they know their audience and they play towards it. And yeah, uh, unfortunately, I just want facts. <laughs> it works. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I look, I don't see any issue with watching cable cable news as long as it's not the only thing you watch. No, so, you know, I mean, you, you could watch, watch it, it, but you got to understand. Well, you got to know. Okay, well, this is how they're they're gonna these this side's gonna spin it this way. This side's gonna spin it that way. And like I told you, you watch both, and the truth is closer to the middle between those two opinions. But that's a lot of work. So the problem is when it starts to have like real consequences against uh, uh, to people's lives, though. Right. Like it's like it start like it's starting to do where, like they'll say something, and all of a sudden somebody else repeated, and then all of a sudden, like you get pulled over or get shot or something because right. the, they believe what these other people tell, tell, told them to. Like it's it's uh, irresponsible. Did you guys hear that uh, a person called the police on Ving Rhames in his own house? Look, he's a black guy inside. That was a, that's a nice house. <laughs> it is a nice house. But they messed around and called. He's, he stole that bit from George Lopez. He stole what bit? The neighbors calling the cop on you in a good neighborhood. But it, it, we didn't, it wasn't a bit. Like, it happened. Yeah, it happened to George Lopez, too. Did it really? Yeah, but did he they... actually wrote it into his sitcom because it just—it was just so ridiculous. Oh, geez. his next door neighbor called the cops on him because he's like he's breaking in. Wow, that's so crazy! Like you could be in your own house, 
Ving Rhames said, I opened the door and there were red dots on my chest. And, you know, Larry, you don't remember this probably, but it actually happened to a school teacher and he died. When what 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 a school teacher like into his own house, the police were asking for ID. I'm like, you're at my house asking. I don't have to answer. You need a warrant. And they just shot him. Dang, that's terrible. Well, they were terrified, man. That guy's a school teacher. Yeah. Knowledge is power. He's a very powerful man. Yeah. Yes. Uh, GZ Doctor for F says CNN Alaska, CNN Alaska Airlines apologizes this week after a flight attendant asked a gay man to give up his seat next to his partner so that a straight couple could sit together, an exchange that put the airline on the defensive as it rebutted claims of discrimination. Oh wow, that sucks. Well, that's well, you know what though. If you're a gay couple, like, if you're not married, like, you, how are they supposed to know? Like, that's just two guys sitting beside each other. Well, I'm assuming that he, he mentioned it, and they probably still asked him. That's the only thing I can imagine, or else... Well, he walked in and said, I'm a gay guy, this is my gay boyfriend, we're sitting beside each other, to the to the, to the stewardesses. And the stewardesses are like, They were actually blowing each other. And like, look, we we need somebody. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Tell the gay guy to move. Forget everybody else. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, you're saying the gay? Well, oh, you're saying that they didn't know they were gay. Yeah. How do you, how how are they supposed to know they're gay unless they're doing openly gay stuff? Also, why didn't they just pick the seats next to each, next to each other when they bought the goddamn tickets? And and why can't those? Why can't that couple be a, be apart for the the duration of a flight? Good lord, you, you're that lovey dovey. You can't sit in different. Different rows for an hour and a half. Get over yourselves. <laughs> Big man says Fox News, though, is actually distorting the facts where the other two give you the facts with their opinion. One is way worse than the other. I would agree with that. Yeah. And Cyclops says there's an ALF reboot in development at Warner Brothers TV. <laughs> That's a bad idea. They Talking not, about the real issues, right? They should not. They should not make an Alf remake. Although it could be a good allegory how they treat alien illegal aliens in this country now. No, it couldn't. No, it couldn't. <laughs> it He's be... short and brown and eats pussy. Like, how much more Mexican can you get? <laughs> Such a bad idea. Like, I can't even imagine that it would come out good in any way. Shape. You just have to give him a mustache and a sombrero, and then. That's it. Oh, have his like, have his ship get shot down by the space force. Oh boy, Alf Alf is like, it's like one of those like very eighties kind of things. It feels like. yeah, like it's just like it's like Airwolf. Like it doesn't make sense <laughs> outside the context of the eighties, you know? Yeah, but the helicopter can do a loop. So how can you how can you beat that? <laughs> or what was that other one? So Street with Hall. the alien, the no, no, the show. It was a sitcom where the girl was half alien, and oh. the dad lived in a cube, out yeah. of this world. She was out of the oh, yeah. yeah. I I was thinking Vicky the robot. Show. It's a good show. Small wonder. Yeah, yeah, that's another one that would actually work today. Yeah, that that was that was the pedos love that show. That's the pedo show. Oh, that's wow. a James Gunn show right there. Oh, how dare you see that Let's one? See. And what's the one where the scientist creates three little girls? Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, that look that that show always creeped me out. I can't watch that show. It is creepy, but it's good too. I've never watched it. 
That I think that's why people were offended when they did the grown-up version cover. They're like they're children. Yeah, because well, the show was creepy, but people were okay with it. But then when you did that, it, it ups the creep factor. <laughs> like the people people complain that they can't jerk off to Shira, the new Shira cartoon, because she's not sexy enough. Isn't he? Isn't she like super young now too? Look, so so are My Little Ponies, but people still manage to find a way. Who jerked <laughs> off to? You know what? I don't want to know. Look, we talked about this when it happened. Yeah, the redesign for Shira. Joe defended him. No, he's yeah. talking about the My Little Pony. The Brodies. Oh. You know, I saw uh, the first episode of that Ninja Turtle cartoon. Do you love it? Uh, You know, no, I don't. But I don't hate it completely. Like, this is the sad fact of the matter is... uh. There's been enough really terrible Ninja Turtle cartoons that this one gets to fall like squarely in the middle where it's like, you know what? This this could have been w way worse. <laughs> it could have been way worse. No, we can't settle for could have been worse. That's how you get that, shit. That shouldn't be the bar. This morning they made April and one of the turtles like a couple. What? You know, that didn't quite come out in the show even though i was like i remember that from us reporting it and i there were some things where i'm like maybe that could be happening but in the episode i saw it it wasn't the case one thing that i will say is that it has like an urban kind of feel to it that i'm not really comfortable with and i'm not talking about just april um like do they start rapping or it's just like you know it's like you know what it is is that so you know april's black and she's voiced by you know uh i don't know the young lady's name but she's black Raphael, you know is the leader and he's voiced by uh, a black guy too the dude from um oh man what's that movie sheesh the guy acts in a lot of movies. He, what was the movie with the three brothers? I'm sorry, no, like it was. Um, they, they were side characters, but it was three brothers that were black that were really smart. Like they're all computer hackers. What movie was that? It was Anthony Anderson was one of them. Yeah, and, and then he's the, the other bigger one. Like the buff one or the fat one? No, the fat one. Oh, Trans yeah. the second Transformers movie. Oh, is that what that is? That's the one where Anthony Anderson was a hacker, yeah. Oh okay. no, no, but you're talking about me, myself, and Irene. Oh, was that what that movie was? Yeah, they were Jim Carrey's kids. Yeah, there was, and a, they were, there was a buff yeah, one, and then Anthony Anderson was. They were all geniuses, though. But one yeah. of them was really buff. Okay, so that's the movie I'm talking about. I love that movie with Ralph is Omar <laughs> Benson Miller. They don't know. They're like, do you know, you guys know how to drive a helicopter. And he goes, oh, it's just the you just it's the fulcrum and then like the physics of it. So like, of course they could do it. And then later they're just screaming at each other in German because the manual's in German. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Yeah, it is funny. I do remember that. Like those three. Like I was like, I would watch a movie with these three guys. Yeah. Yeah, because they were that hilarious. But he, the fatter one, is Raphael's voice, right? And so, both like. I saw interviews with both of them, right? And of course, like you like both of these people like 
when they're doing their normal speaking voice, they just sound like regular people. But when they doing... sound like black people is what you're trying to say, racist. Well, I'm not trying to say they sound like black people. I'm trying to say that when they do these voices on the cartoon, they almost sound like an impression of what a white person thinks a black person sounds like. That, that happens a lot. And that that it, it didn't sit well with me because I'm like, why is Raphael like, why is he sad? Like, he, like I'm like, when I saw who the guy was that does the, the voice, I was like, you don't even talk like that. Why are you? Why are you like? And don't get me wrong. I get like, OK, maybe they're trying to make them young. Like maybe this is the teenage. Because they wanted to, they wanted to get paid. And the director told them to, to black it up a little bit. Yeah. And that's what it kind of sounded like. They actually did a Mad TV sketch about it where it's like. You need a little more, what should we call it, uh, blacktitude. <laughs> well, like, that's literally what they said. Yeah, and that's what it, it like, they both sound like they upped it a little bit. And, and uh, Michelangelo has it a little bit, too. And that's the thing, like, I don't have any problem with, like, somebody that happens to be black voicing any of those characters, especially, I guess, April, because she's supposed to be black, but I'm just like, I don't know, like, like I, I, it's on YouTube, I think, actually, the, the, the first episode. You should just go watch it. And I would love to hear other people's opinions, because I know for me, like, that was one of the big things that was, like, strange to me. And then there's other parts of, this, of the episode where I was just like, wow, okay, like, we're doing this, huh? Okay, like, you know, like, okay, like, you know. But all in all, like, the, the turtles themselves were, they were okay. I, I still don't like that they're different. Well, I guess it's not that I have the pro- a problem with them being different types of turtles. I don't like that they're like different sizes. And so it's just like it's it's weird that to me that Raphael is so much larger than all the rest of them, even though I get that he's a snapping turtle and those generally are bigger, but yeah, I you know, I'm just used to them being similar. So Tiger Claw's a Ninja Turtle expert, so he he should really be the one uh, espousing the virtues of this TV show. Tiger Claw is no Ninja Turtle expert. I'm sure he's very upset once he found out that the turtles and April were all African American. (laughs) (laughs) Tiger Claw has not read one Ninja Turtle comic book. I think he's only read one. Has the red one? It's it's the one he always holds up. Yeah, he read the one, the one from that one crossover where the Ninja Turtles are the. So turtles. O'Neal is gonna is gonna bang one of the turtles, not Casey Jones. Is there a Casey Jones on this show? I mean, not yet. Not that I've seen. Um, you know, it's it's wild because I didn't know this, but I, I found out a few days ago that Nickelodeon had did, did some Ninja Turtle shorts. Um, like short animated joints and they're like all kind of like different thematically and kind of have like turtles doing different things and stuff. What, nope. what, what's Nickelodeon going to do once they find out find out that the wife of the creator of the turtles uh, is a softcore porn star? Is that a real thing? She's not his wife. Like who? Eastman or Liar? Eastman. He's talking about Julie Strain. I don't know who that is. And don't refer to her like that anymore. Right now, she's suffering from dementia due to a head injury. They, they, they. So they, so they live in sin, is what you're saying? No, she's not with them. Oh, 
They're not together. She's with somebody else. But she was in porn? No, she's a model. Like oh. a fetish model, but oh. she mainly did it for paintings and then a couple comic books. Oh, you remember that heavy metal movie, 2000? Yeah. That character is based on her. Like, she looks just like that character. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's actually really good, like a really cool person. Like, she made eye contact with all her fans, and she was really, like, friendly. And, and I'm sad she's actually suffering right now. That's, that is sad. So, goddamn you, Tiger. Uh, well, it's not like you're in love with her. I mean, <laughs> at 16 years old, I was. But that's beside the point. Like, I actually met her at the Los Angeles comic book and science fiction show at the Shrine Auditorium. Yeah. And she was just really cool to everybody. Like, you know, she stayed till she signed everything. She was, like, friendly. She was always, like, she would just walk the hall like like she was a dealer there instead of, like, somebody that was signing. You know what I mean? Like, it was she, that was her element. You know what I mean? So, and uh, she had a head injury in her 20s. And then now it's like it's rearing its ugly head. Caught up with her. That's yeah. Tiger Claw says TMNT has established a multiverse. This is one of many TMNT multiverses. Big Man says TMNT forever was a surprise was surprisingly good. Uh, and Hex says great goddamn movie. I have to agree with uh, all those sentiments. Yeah, TMNT forever was Really good. Especially the comic book, which Tiger Claw does not re- refuses to admit exists. <laughs> That's hilarious. Tiger Claw says TMNT Forever was okay. <laughs> the problem is <laughs> the '80s turtles were not the original voice actors. See, see, wait a minute now. Now we have so. When things change for Tiger Claw, all of a sudden things aren't as good as yeah. This. A minute detail, and he's losing right. his fucking right. shit. All of a sudden, things are only okay. <laughs> well, at least, you know, he didn't go as far as to call it shit. Like if he had some balls, he would have called it shit, like I do. But... I'm just saying, it's the it's the one movie that Tiger Claw doesn't seem to be in love with. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, cool. Look, should we talk about X Men Red? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real quick. Yeah, real quick. Real quick. X Men Red, dude. Okay, so X Men Red. For those that don't know, it's a series, X Men series, written by Tom Taylor. Uh, it has, uh, art from uh, uh, Mahmoud and. Azrar? <laughs> Did I say that right? Mahmoud Azrar. Mahmoud Azrar. Yeah, it did sound better when you did it. And then um, this is the, the X-Men book that features Jean Grey as the lead. And uh, the team here, for the most part, uh, you know, initially is Nightcrawler, uh, Namor, Wolverine, and Honey Badger, which is the... Uh, the, the the code name that was taken by X twenty three or by, yeah X twenty three's clone Gabby, which is fitting. It's actually a, a, a really good character. Gabby, not X twenty four. Never. Mind. Go ahead. Right. Exactly. Look, you would have thunk that you know another clone removed from another clone would have to be a terrible character, but it's actually a good character. I 
I'm shocked too, but it, it is. Um, and this this book takes place basically not long after Jean Grey's recent resurrection. Again. Yeah, again. But at the same time, it's been a while. So I don't know. I don't know if that counts for anything. But Wait, like 15 years, right? Uh, something like that. Like somewhere between 10 and 15, yeah. Wait, is that, is that supposed to be Jean Grey in the blue and red outfit? The X on her stomach? Yes. Oh, that that's is, awful. That's, say what? That's awful. That's that's a bad what? design. The car- the costume? Yeah, Nightcrawler has an X on his stomach too. Oh, this is this is dumb. Wait, so you don't like any of the costumes? I'm just I'm just looking at images, and no, I don't like Jean Grey. Nightcrawler's fine. I just don't like the X on his stomach. It's okay. Just, it's just weird. But Jean Grey, no, I I don't like the I don't I mean, like the headgear, and her face looks look, funny. You could kind of look at it as like a high belt. Yeah, but except there's no straps, so it's not. It's just an X on her stomach. Okay. On both of them, I Jean Grey I, is the one I, that's really all of them actually. Yeah, a lot of them. Like that's kind of the motif to go with for, for this team. Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, Jean Grey is the one that's really bothering me. That everybody else looks fine. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like how there's always there's always one character that just says screw screw what the team's wearing. I'm not putting the X on my on my uniform. Right. There's a dude that's not even wearing a shirt. There you go. But he has an X on his uniform. He's like Dalsum. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because, um, what makes this book, I, I think what like the the hook for this book is you know Jean Grey comes and you know has been dead for a while she's seeing what the world has become and she's like listen I can't like just sit here and let this world be what it is I need to do what I can to try to change it and so she's trying to uh kind of uh, Almost kind of do like a more emissary or ambassador type role in regards to mutant human relations and just like, you know, like her, this, this arc is called the hate machine. And it's kind of, again, using, um, using the, the X-Men and mutants as a, a stand in for the kind of, of of hate and vitriol that or as the target for the kind of hate and vitriol that's kind of happening today and so it's like Jean Grey trying to do her part to try to make that not the case and because she's Jean Grey she like goes straight to the top and tries to go to the UN to kind of talk to to the nations on behalf of mutants to Who made her their sport, sport, spokeswoman why does she get to speak for 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 all mutant kind? Yeah, and, and you know that's a fair question. And the only reason I could come up with is she's Jean Grey, and you know what? I mean that works for some people. If it didn't work for you, I could understand because you might be like, well, it should be Kitty because she's like the de facto leader of the X Men right now. Well, she hasn't. Well, Kitty Pride hasn't tried to destroy all of uh, mankind. But, well, listen, everybody knows Jean Grey gets a pass for all that kind of stuff. Not not that I'm condoning that, 
How about I want somebody that doesn't need a pass, a quote pass? Hey, I, I hear you. Look, trust me. You know me as a Cyclops fan. I'm like, Cyclops is the most hated mutant in the world. And I'm like, Cyclops at at worst killed one guy, right? Like, <laughs> but somehow he's the public enemy number one and the everything that's wrong with mutant kind. Jean Grey destroyed galaxies. But, you know, yeah. But... But for whatever reason, they're like, oh, but it's Jean. We got to make sure that she's okay. So I was like, okay, fine. It's Jean. I get it. Nice rack. So, wait, wait what? Look, if you look nice, if you look good, then you get then people let you get away with anything. But she don't look oh. that good in this book. <laughs> Dang. Uh, she, looks like, like how- she looks like Gambit. But that's how she looked in the 90s. Like, it's the same design from the cartoon, just a different color scheme. It, it is very similar to the 90s. It actually is better because it looks like that head brace thing has, like, a thing to protect her head. Yeah. As opposed to, like, just the spandex thing she well, had then, in the past. Well, then this, then, then, then this one I'm looking at was drawn poorly. I'm looking at X-Men Blue and Pol- Polaris looks way better. These X-Men Blue costumes look way better than the X-Men Red ones. Well, I mean... And, of course, freaking Dokken has to wear a vest and not match everybody else but well listen whatever wasn't he dead weren't yeah, all these people well, on blue dead stayed dead but anyway um what what happens in x-men red is basically and i guess speaking to the points that you and and uh, that oz and Bose were making uh the x-men books much like a lot of things in marvel comics right now are are all being driven by nostalgia and they want, you know, they, they think their audience wants, like, the 90s back. And so... Isn't it weird that they're not being driven by the movies? Well, if they're being driven by the movies, too. But X-Men, not so much. Just because the X-Men movies, one, aren't done by Marvel. And two, suck. So, it's like, X-Men is a bit immune from that. But Having the Guardians in the Galaxy got a redesign based on the movies? Oh, yeah. I, I hated it else has like guardians avengers everything i hate it when they put them in every book because the movie was out yeah and then i'm here reading my awesome silver surfer book that doesn't deal with anything in the marvel universe yeah and then they're in it yeah i mean look the, we definitely got an oversaturation of deadpool the same thing is happening right now with venom it's like you know it is what it is i guess but <laughs> X-Men. There, there goes that phrase again. Yeah, I know. X-Men, uh, like I said, have been immune to that, but at the same time, the which, you know, the nostalgia thing is not a bad thing. It's just that um, it's a mandate, and you can tell it's a mandate, and it's one of those things where some people are better at making a mandate seem more, more organic than others. And so I don't feel like X-Men Red is necessarily doing a bad job of, of making sure that that mandate is being followed because I think Tom Taylor is actually making a really interesting story in this book. Um, it's just one of those things like, like you talk about with the design. The design is definitely nostalgic. Um, and then uh, the characters, uh, the characters, like uh, the villains from the 90s are the ones that are like top back up. And so like, you know, 
it happened in uh like we we got mojo back in x-men blue and um we've seen we've seen more sinister than we've had in a while in um the all throughout all different x-men books honestly but that's uh actually i guess that's also happening in uh in x-men no i'm sorry x-men blue has sinister x-men gold i i believe had mojo um and x-men red gets cassandra nova and so um and these are monthly books yes yes all these books like in fact some of them are uh bi-monthly so it's a lot of x books to to keep up with and that's like i mean honestly x-men is getting back to where it was like in the 90s again too where you're like man there's so many x titles because you have x-men red you have x-men blue you have x-men gold i I have a question (laughs) you you look they just released mr and mrs x (laughs) you have look i i I have a question and and you can get me to to read an x-men book if you answer it properly which one of all because there's like a thousand x-men books now right yes which one is which one has forget me not on the team? I don't think any of them have forget me. Like I, if I'm not then, mistaken, then fuck them all. <laughs> I feel like forget me not. Like the the whole purpose of that story was that he kind of fades away, right? At the end, he doesn't fade away. People just forget him. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, how how are they gonna have somebody on the team they don't remember? He could still be like in the background. Fucking DC put Pandora, Pandora in fifty-two books. Yeah, but that was dumb too. They didn't do anything with it. Right, it was dumb. It turned out to be dumb, but it was cool at the time. Like, oh shit, there's a <laughs> there's a book coming out with a character that apparently we've been seeing in all these books for a year, and nobody even noticed. Now the now the the book that came out sucked, but. The concept at the beginning was cool. Like, no forget me not, then forget this book. That's what I'm saying. I want to see which one's going to bring back Sugar Man. Wait. Oh, dude, is, I hope do. Is Dupe in no, any of them? It'll happen, though, because it, it, Magneto had him. Yeah. The Magneto series. So uh, they're, they're coming out with a X-Men Black miniseries um, that's about villains specifically. Um... It, but is dupe in any of the books? He's in. I've seen him in some one of the books. He's he's like he's shown up in like a crowd scene. I'm pretty sure he was at the wedding. No, that doesn't count. That's just the but the artist trying not, to make money. Like the wedding had like everybody. Like it well, set a record, didn't it? I don't I don't know if it did. I don't think it set a record. I thought it did. I think the wedding. I I read something about the wedding recently, and it was something like that where it just had everybody, and it set uh, some record. A George Perez drew it or something? No. Yeah. That. But anyway, um, but all these books eventually, like all the colored ones, I believe. That sounds weird. But <laughs> like, but, all, but the red, the blue, the the gold. I think they all are gonna go away. In, I, I don't know if it's September or October, and then Uncanny is coming back, and so I think they'll, they're kind of going to streamline them into just one series. But we'll see if that's how it turns out, or if it's just 
uncanny in addition to all the color, all the different colored textbooks. But but red is interesting because what happens is um, Jean Grey goes to the UN to try to talk to the nations of the world about mutants and how they've been perceived and treated. She gets a a, um, a uh, meeting with the the head of the UN and um, while she's sitting there talking to to the um, to the, the the head of the UN her head explodes and she basic Jean Grey basically gets framed for this this crime and so everybody's thinking like oh Jean Grey murdered this woman and Jean Grey and her her the, the she has um Nightcrawler and and Wolverine uh X23 Wolverine with her and they had to kind of go on the run because they were going to arrest them so they got they're actually hiding out in Wakanda because well guess what the, I agree with the people that are arrested if you have a mutant show up and one of them is known for making people's heads explode, and then somebody's heads explode. Then guess who I'm going to want to uh, detain and question? Right. No, I, I get, I get where you're coming from. And they're running from the law, so like they're obviously uh, not willing to cooperate with the authorities. Well, while you're at it, separate her from her children too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, it's it's one of those things where I put a power pack in a, in a little cage. Oh no, oh, that made me really sad. Even though Power Pack's grown up, but still. By the way, the the wedding scene I was thinking about was the Deadpool wedding, which holds the Guinness records for the most heroes on a cover, at two hundred and thirty-two, oh. or actually two hundred twenty-four. Oh, okay, yeah, no, no, now the, the wedding I was talking about was Colossus's and Kitty's wedding. Didn't Gambit also marry uh, what's her face too? Rogue, rogue, yeah. Um, that did happen, but not also. But that's gonna get old anyway. Gambit and and rogue. Yeah, they can they can never uh, consummate a marriage. Yeah. Well, actually, they I saw some pages of that, and they were they kissed. So I guess they had uh, what's his face that takes your powers away. Right, that's the only way that can happen, right? In a couple ways. I mean, I know Magneto has been able to do it once. And then, yeah, there was, like, you know, like, anybody that can cancel powers out can do it. Um, but, you know, I'm sure they'll figure something out. Like, if I was Gambit, that whoever can cancel powers out, that's my new homeboy. <laughs> it's like, I'm paying for... I'm... Well, he already had a latex finish, huh? <laughs> he just has, like, a body condom? Yeah. Like that's what he wore in when he was in the, what was it the the, was it the assassins and the thieves or something? Yeah, the assassins, the thieves yeah. get. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's a, it's an interesting story because um, it goes a lot of different places that that you wouldn't expect because it's like Jean Grey and her, like she's specifically trying to help mutant relations and mutants that are just coming into their powers. Uh, and so you get to meet a lot of new characters and a lot of new mutants. And then 
the team she you see her build this team through these five issues um um which you know it's it's definitely not it, it's not a um kind of standard type of of x-men team and, and that kind of speaks towards the uh you know like how some people are able to kind of work mandates different like you know it's like like his x-men team doesn't feel like okay it's trying to be a 90s team even though it has recognizable people in it so that's cool um and then also too i mean like even though um you have cassandra nova as the villain and i know for me i'm like okay well i know what to expect from cassandra nova like he manages to make her uh more interesting like give her not like make her a lot less one note than she was in the late 90s and then on top of that like her her methodology of like trying to uh attack mutants and this X team specifically is pretty interesting and unique. It's like it's it's a good book. I like it a lot. I think if I'm not mistaken, this one comes out once a month. X Men Red. I think if you're messing with like X Men Gold or Blue, you have to commit to buying that book every two weeks if you're gonna keep up with that story. But X Men Red you can get once a month, usually at the beginning of the month so far. So I would definitely say check it out. Uh, the The story is great. Um, I, I think the art is serviceable, personally. It, it's not the best X art you're going to see. But at the same time, uh, it I feel like it does move the story along pretty decent. And, uh, you know, it's like there's definitely other people doing X books right now that whose art I definitely dislike way more. Like so, it's like I would definitely say check it out. It it's it's worth the read by far. Cool. So news? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I do have one news story that I didn't get to bring up in conversation earlier. Is that they're it looks like they're canceling the Legion. We should have a like, uh, like current. Uh, well, not not like that, but like. Thank you, Oz. <laughs> what what was the uh, what was the story, Mo? I'll wait till Oz is done. I'll lower my mic. Um, they're can it looks like they're canceling the Legion of Doom Justice League movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It says right here. Uh, Was that ever even official? Well, that's what the the and people just assume that because of that Luther scene with uh, Deathstroke saying, "Oh, we need a Legion of our own." But I don't yeah, think I, I mean, ever heard an official every announcement. Every time they said that in the comic, it turned into a Legion of Doom thing. They said that in the cartoon, it turned into a Legion of Doom thing. So Right, but the movies It only don't... makes sense. Not, have... No, it doesn't make sense. The movies would not follow something the comics would do. Uh, I think you've seen enough DC movies to know that they, they don't care. We give a shit about the comics. 
I'll turn my mic back down. <laughs> so, no. Either way, it looks like it's not going to happen. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it kind of goes back to um, what I was telling you at Comic-Con when they changed the names to, like, instead of DCEU, uh, Worlds of DC. Right. Where it's like they're going to start canceling a bunch of shit. Right. And then they're, like, they're going to start making other shit, and then whatever is good, they're going to, like, connect, and whatever's not, you know. They're just not going to make a second one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I th- if they were smart, even if it was bad, they should connect it and make a good movie with, with the character. You know what I mean? Kind of like Marvel did with Homecoming and Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. 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 That's all I got. That's fair. All right. Let's get out of here. Derek H, why don't you give me some final thoughts, man? Uh, just remember that uh, just because you work somewhere, that place is out to be your life. Make sure whatever you do, you're happy while you're doing it, and your and your entire life will be better as a result. I'm living proof. There you go. Uh, Oscar, final thoughts. Uh, feel free to hit us up at fantastic forum, fantastic forum at gmail.com or hit me personally at oscar at allgames.com there you go close magnum final thoughts um, you know thoughts and prayers towards uh, Julie Strain and her time of of dementia and pain and suffering could think of like 10 different people that deserve that and not her but that's just the look of the draw. And also thoughts and prayers to Oscar's ghost cat. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you, okay? Uh, come check us out. Look, like I said, email us. Email him. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Check, us, uh, check out our Facebook group. This Fantastic Forum. Until next week, we're out.